Innocent Native Americans, and now we eat turkey. A man squats over a woman, facing her feet, and inserts his penis in her mouth. He must endure the balls. Oh, no. Oh, I'm well, so sorry. The, you see what yeah, you did? We, oh, come on into the bathroom here, and I'll give you a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Jobber Radio, episode number 102. We were taking a little bit, okay, I should say I was taking a little bit of a short hiatus. Um, we've had a bigger gap than usual in our episodes, and that's mainly my fault, so I will 100% take blame for that. Uh, meanwhile, we've had these guys ready to go. Lee, Lee's been itching to get in here and talk some shit. Lee, how are you doing tonight? Are you ready? I miss the rains down in Ethiopia. Oh, oh my God. There it is. Okay. Well, Scott, Scott's always ready to get down for some wrestling talk. Scott, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I don't have any non or somewhat racist jokes ready, so we can move on from there. <laughs> That's, That's good. your problem, pal. God damn. <laughs> I'm yeah. not Southern like you. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, you guys are both in Canada. You guys can't be Southern at all. <laughs> old school. Old school. <laughs> so Matt Zion is also here. Matt Zion, I saw you said something on Twitter. You want to talk about the fiends, so we're definitely going to get into that. But uh, how are you yeah. doing other than that? How'd the streams go? I saw you streamed live reactions. How'd those go? They went good. I just was really drunk, so I don't remember a whole lot from it. But I remember enough. Oh, yeah. And also, Lee, you stole my racist joke. You didn't, though. But now I wish I had thought of it. So. <laughs> well, just the better racist. What can I tell you? Yeah, but way better racist. <laughs> well, there you go. So uh, we set a good tone, you know, getting things, you know, right off the bat. I guess we should probably start with that because obviously Summer Sl- uh, Survivor Series uh, War Games just took place. We'll get to that in a minute. But I guess I honestly think one of the biggest things in the whole year – is been Jim Cornette. He's he's fucking popped up in every headline every other week. It seems. I don't know about that. And fu- you do, really? I don't. Nobody cares about Jim Cornette outside of the uh, smart community. Is that no true? Uh, well, the he's internet. One of the community. biggest things. You mean one of the biggest things to smarks? You have to pull out of the bubble a little bit. Casual yeah. wrestling fans. Normal have- people don't even know who he is. Okay, that, I guess that's true. Yeah, you got to pull out of the bubble but a little bit there. But anytime I click on any wrestling tweet ever, normal it, people don't do that. Normal people don't care about Twitter online. They don't. All they go is, "Wow, I can't believe John Cena was on TV for like five minutes." They don't care about Jim Cornette or no, no Okay, well then but I guess you're right within the wrestling in like yeah. internet online Gosh. community. Yeah, yeah, within the bubble, Cornette makes a lot of talk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he does it on purpose, though. It's annoying. So I guess uh, I, I don't want to go straight out, like, right off the bat just asking this question, but I guess we might as well. Was what he got, what he said recently, was it racist? Do you think Jim yeah. Cornette, do you think Jim Cornette yes. is racist? That's the question, I guess. No, he's not <laughs> racist. That's two different questions. There you go. Okay, yeah. perfect. So I he guess. Is, he is not a racist. The joke mm. was, okay. but he didn't mean it from his way. And he, it's mm. an old joke from a time when it wasn't, but it was, but it is. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a 40 year old joke that doesn't work anymore. 
the perfect outcome happened. They got rid of him, and to be fair, you know, he's he's he, he is going to cause nothing but problems for any company he works for in this day and age because he's he makes mm. money being a shock person. Is what he does. He does well, it on purpose. Now he leaned so, into the meme years ago. So he used that exact line in the '90s, and it was yeah. fine. But again, this is the '90s. This is pro wrestling. Umaga happened ten years ago. Um, mm-hmm. l- the joke literally itself. When I heard him say it, because I watched Power when they aired it before they took it down and took that joke out. Yeah, was literally the line for Trevor Murdoch. You know, big fat Southern guy. Yep, who's fun in the ring, but it was uh, what was the line? He strapped. He's the only guy who could strap a bucket of fried chicken to his back yep. and ride across Ethiopia on a motor scooter and be okay. The point is, he's a tough son of a bitch. Yep. Okay, I saw that as yeah. All right, Ethiopians are starving. Mm, didn't connect the chicken. As, it's up, the chicken. Didn't, the chicken's didn't connect the chicken right away. Then I went, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. fuck. And I, saw I thought the chicken was of... like, oh, I mean, he's southern. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah that is in poor taste. Oh, yeah. Shit. So, so cornets. He he didn't he didn't get why why that could be considered offensive by some people. Um, it, interesting to note that probably the majority of people I saw get offended by it were woke white people getting offended for black people, uh, mm-hmm. which I do have a problem with. But it's, I'm not saying that was the entire audience of people who were offended, quote unquote, by this. I know. I'm just looking for something to jump on as well to get him canceled. Yeah, from, Mark. Uh, Mark Henry his culture is horrific. I hate it. Yeah, Mark Henry was pretty, uh, from what I saw, pretty not happy about it. Pretty uh, angry about it. Well, and here's the well, other. Here's the other thing. When you when you hear stuff like that, it's like, did they actually hear the comment? Was it given to them in proper exactly. context? Oh, I was given by somebody response? else for sure. Yeah. So it's. Did like, you hear that thing Cornette said? Is literally how yeah, we open. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's how it is. So, so it's it's just, and and no, they in WA they made the bad mood bad move of not editing it out beforehand because they had it in the in the can for months. Yeah, they it was shot October first. Yeah, they also made the bad mood move of not telling Jim Cornette that you need to ex nay on the racism day <laughs> kind of thing. You know, like uh, the, the the biggest problem is that they dropped the ball. Jim Cornette dropped the ball. And they had to make a move and get rid of him. I mean, it, it, it yeah, just well, makes sense. From so that's, that's where it says. Like, Cornette, he he had a line, I think, when Drake had his first match. Eli Drake. Uh, he said, he's slicker than sperm on a gold tooth. <laughs> yeah, I've no heard one of... had a prop. That's Honestly, that's a little offensive, too. Why would... Whatever. That's, that's actually his right? censored version of that, too. Because he usually but... just says, slicker than cum on a gold tooth. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. But th- you know what I mean? Like, that's okay. That's we're not going to be offended over that, even though that's wow. Um, he he even argued it too when he he had his whole defense about it, where he didn't. He's like, I'm not apologizing for the joke. It got dangerously close to the you're not allowed to be funny stuff that's going around now. Yeah, but he said, look, it's a joke about Ethiopians who were starving. Yeah, that's but it's fu- not that's funny. Fucking the problem funny. too is it's not really funny. No, 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 like, no, that's true. Fair, fair point. Fair point. But his argument funny back then either. No, <laughs> well, it's not funny joke. Again, his intent. Mm, was the fact that it's a joke about starving people and he could outrun them and be okay. Yeah. And, and survive it. And the, the, the fried chicken part is of an era of 40 years ago when the joke was told that shouldn't have been brought in and he could have used anything else. And yeah. the joke probably would have had no problem because people weren't upset over the fact that we're saying Ethiopians are starving because not all of them are. No, it's the fact that he did a racist joke with fried yeah, chicken. Yeah, there, there, there were... You could have changed that to any other food and you would have been okay. When yeah, he first, he, well, other than watermelon. Yeah. Well, when, well when he, yeah. When, when he any first, other other food. 
when he first used the joke, Ethiopia was was experiencing a famine. So that yeah. like, and that's that's kind of like the popular culture, uh, kind of like, oh, you think Ethiopia, you think they're always starving. It's yeah. not the same anymore. Um, but here's another thing too. Um, Cornette's pulling this, like you know, Cornette's doing this marathon taping session of NWA stuff, and he's like, and he even admitted on his show, yeah, I'm pulling out old lines left and right that I remember. And he just used the wrong line in the wrong context, too, because he's not a heel commentator. And that line is like from a heel commentator perspective of mm -hmm. like, a you know, a hacky heel commentator from mm -hmm. the 1980s kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he, he unfortunately, he, he used it and people took a chance to uh, jump on him for it. And, you know, right or wrong. Uh, in, in doing that, you know, there's there's probably definitely some people who were legitimately offended by that and and they have every right to be offended by it and, and go after him for it. Mm -hmm. And the NWA bottom line, they had to they had to get rid of him. They had, well, he he yeah. was dead weight at See, that point. You say you say that I actually heard him say that they didn't get rid of him. He actually resigned like he told uh lagana what the fuck's the guy's name that yeah runs Dave Lugana. Lugana. yeah, yeah, Lugana. No, yeah he did too. quit yeah but he, yeah. he quit before they got a chance to because it was going that way it's like yeah he, and corny even said you had this taped for months you no one told me then nobody told me after you had the edit all this stuff yeah if there's a problem with it let's just move on if you don't like that happening it's gonna happen again i'm not gonna come back i'm out yeah, so yeah. And I, I'm actually and I, they had to, they had, and, they had to apologize to him for him twice now, though, too. I didn't know that. that yeah. Like a couple of weeks ago, he did something else that they had to come out and officially do like an NWA apology. So if you, he's just this is him. It was about well, they, you're going to well, No, no. See, that's the uh, see, it, it's hard because the other thing was about a suicide. Somebody said that he made fun of suicide or something like that. And that came out. Yes. I mean, that was not exactly what went down. That is a, yeah, a lot of still, stuff, that's how it was perceived. And that's the point with I him. Know, too. He's it, saying, yeah. My joke was for, perceived for this, but it was perceived in the wrong way. And that's sure. not fair to me. Sure. But yeah, no, you don't get to choose if you offended someone, <clears throat> if you offended them, they're offended. And you, you well, did it. It's 20. You didn't even mean to, but it happened. It's true. And it's 2019. And, and no matter what. Is. You're, he's gonna offend. He's gonna offend somebody, but you and, were and gonna offend people too. It's well, crazy. And here's the, the whole thing: Cornet doesn't have to apologize. Like he doesn't feel like he has to apologize because he don't. He doesn't need the fucking job. He doesn't need the fucking money. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, people he even said that. Like, this was not a revenue stream. This was a bonus thing I did because I love the NWA. Yep. Yeah, there's no, there's no, he's not hurting at all from that. It's just, it's, it's, it's just like MLW. He 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 did it as yeah. a favor. He, what he did, did hurt is power. Because the taped yeah. episode that was on tonight was a complete clip show, and mm -hmm. they had the commentator that was with him on a background, better yeah. than the AEW Dark thing, whatever that is, um, on an actual background, kind of redoing the stuff to get the matches and segments over, oh. which they must have done in the past week. So They should have just bit episode. the bullet with what they had. Yeah. I, I think mean, so. Like, look, just... this admit it's taped, whatever it is, and re-edit yeah. the lines that are offensive, and it's fine because everything else was good. One so, line out of six episodes. So here's my question now: now that uh, now that he's gone, now that you know NWA is going to continue without him, do you think this is going to hurt NWA or not affect oh, him yeah. at all? Yeah. Uh, not in the long run. I think it will. It'll hurt him right mm -hmm. away because this episode will, like I said, it really well, throws sure. off the flow yeah, yeah. but it's also Cornette was awesome on commentary i loved yeah. him on power and it's it, a it bit was, of that it, was, it was fine but i mean anyone any, anyone saying that fucking oh the only reason i tuned into nwa powers is he Cornette? you're full of shit oh no 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 i think it just leaves not. a bad taste in the mouths of potential people that are going to be jumping on board now they just eh. want them to go i'm over it i'm out same with impact though impact does really good stuff it's not even the same not even run by the same people same company or anything 
And yet people still think of it as like, eh, that's that one company that everybody. Dude, people hates. still call it TNA. It's been yes, that's years. true. hundred yeah. uh, percent. Yeah. No, like the one thing that I, I think about is all the stuff with, oh, I'm not going to watch it anymore. I'm not going to do this. Or even like on both sides, I guarantee you a lot of those people are saying that, that were so offended and so mad that he said those things. I guarantee you they didn't even watch the fucking oh, no. power, power to begin with. There was a lot no. of AEW fans who probably never even tuned into power. They just heard yeah. about it on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's unfortunately the, as you called it, the well, I think everybody calls it that, but the cancel, cancel culture is just yep. crazy with that stuff. But Yeah, but here's the okay. thing, though. It never actually cancels anything anything well no, it, like can you name this besides sexual assaulters who is actually well, i guarantee you like god they always come back everybody always comes back from it well i, I guarantee you the I, only reason the same level though i think is what well, the, the only reason that jim cornette's gone is because of the outcry in the you know the giant response i disagree on that the reason he's gone is because when him and dave uh, lagan or whatever his name is were were trying to figure out what they were going to do I can tell you right now, he freaked the fuck out, hung up on him, and he was like, I guess that means he quits. Yeah, he so, did hang up on him. Yeah, he did. He confirmed yeah. that. That's what um, Dave said. They that wanted they him to apologize. He was like, well, they wanted him to apologize. Sure. He's like, yeah. why? But I'm saying... <laughs> he the- got hung up on him, and that was it. So, they, they, ironically, he canceled himself. <laughs> like, Yeah, but I mean, he, he after after like two, two uh, instances now... It was just time to uh, let him go. He, yeah, he was he was going to be gone sooner mm-hmm. sooner than later. And True. honestly, no, I don't believe it's going to hurt the NWA in the long run. They they're just moving onwards and upwards. They're they're weeding out any problems. It's just, you know this this whole YouTube show is you know working out things for for something bigger and better, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I mean, I will say, just like I think Scott was the one that said it, like. Cornette was so fucking good on commentary too. While watching Power, it, he was like, a fun part of it. Yeah, yeah he was a very, very good part of the show. So I I'll mean, miss it, but I'm I not going to stop watching it. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's going to. Yeah. I'm on the same boat. I don't think it's going to, you know, screw over Power or yeah. NWA or anything. Uh, I think they're going to keep building, but I think it's definitely going to slow them down. They're going to. I don't know who they're going to replace them with, or if they have already announced that, but. Um, Nothing we'll, yet. No. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think it will slow them down, but not <laughs> screw them over. The two guys that got there, Galley and uh, the other guy, they're they're fine. They they can do the yeah. job. Marquez, they can, I think. Carry yeah. the ball. Marquez, yeah, they can they can carry the ball. Yeah, they can do it. Okay, they're probably yeah. just re-recording all the commentary for the three or four episodes leading oh, yeah. up to their paper. Yeah, yeah. that's probably all this delay was. So, yeah. although it's going to be like uh, it, it's it's going to be like uh, watching a couple episodes of MLW where uh, Cornette was was still working and. And then they brought Tony Schiavone back on to re-record over him a couple times. Oh God! And there was like shots of Cornette at the booth talking, and the commentary was like Tony Schiavone. And- <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's a history of this, is what you're saying? <laughs> well, the MLW stuff was much more amicable. Amic- amic- I can't uh-huh. even speak yeah. anymore. Yeah, no, on better yeah. terms, uh, because he was he was just filling in for Tony Schiavone. That was okay. that was all. Yeah. yeah, he didn't he didn't get fired or. Or run off in a, in a in a shit storm or anything like that. So, um, so I mean, there's a couple like small things that took place before we get to again the pay per views. Uh, CM Punk is apparently you know not necessarily back with WWE, but back in the wrestling realm. What uh, what are your initial thoughts? I guess we'll go just down the row here and like, what are your initial thoughts? What what do you think this means? Do you think he'll eventually you know come back? This is going to lead towards towards it, or like just what are your overall thoughts? I guess Zion. What, what are you thinking first? Oh, yeah, he's going to wrestle at some point. I mean, it'll be a WrestleMania main event. Like, he's he's already said, like, 
because I think they asked him some interview. They were like, "Will would you wrestle?" And he's like, "It just depends on if they're willing to pay." And so if they're gonna give him, well, we know, you know that. a huge fucking payday. Yeah, he'll wrestle. Um, but I don't think he's gonna wrestle full time. Look at him. He looks. He looks like he could care less about mm. this company. But I think he just likes the fact that he gets to talk shit and basically like getting paid to talk shit. Like Fox, apparently they have a history of doing this with their other properties, like sports stuff. They'll hire people outside of the sport just to come in and talk shit so that they'll, they'll pick up their game. So I think that's the whole goal. Yeah. Um, I'm personally sick of hearing about him. I don't care about him. Don't really give a fuck about him one way or another at this point. Uh, but everybody's just sucking his dick dry like he is the next coming of Jesus. Uh, and I just think he's CM Punk. So well, he, he left before people were ready to be done with him. Like Jesse Ventura status. Yeah. Yeah. So they still, yeah, they want him back. But once they get one match with him, I don't think that they're going, people will uh, care as much. Yeah, it's definitely I like what they're doing. They're definitely treated, you know, like an actual sport, like, you know, football. They'll get the old football anal- uh, analysis on there and they'll do that kind of thing. And they're trying to do that with Punk, too. So it is fun to see that they're actually, you know, treating it legit in that kind of that kind of aspect. Uh, yeah. But, Scott, what uh, what do you think about Punk? Do you feel the same well, way? You think it's like a one one and done type deal if he does have a match? Well, I'll say the same thing with what you just said. That is what they brought him in on, and that's what, how they sold it to him. They're like, if we had football, we'd bring in this star. Mm-hmm. We had baseball, we'll bring in this star, and we want you to be that. Okay, I'll be that guy. And he's not affiliated with WWE at all. It's Fox, and I'll be that guy who says that meme. That's what it is, um, which makes me laugh whenever I see people saying, like, oh, there's no need to point it out. Do you think you're being all fancy at pointing it out? That's, oh, why are you being all, like, fancy and... Th- because we're right, he is with Fox. He's not with WWE. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's not a meme when you're correct. Um, but he is back with that. Will he have a match? Oh, probably. He, I said this he, before he was even on the podcast. I think with you guys, but I was like, man, he's gonna leave because he was all upset about these guys coming in like Rock and Lesnar and guys doing these multi-show matches and then just leaving after a bit while he's there week in week out yep he, when he left i'm like he's gonna come back and be one of those guys sure everybody mm-hmm. is yeah. it, that's literally he the irony is he's gonna be that Cena's like the same way see this and the same it's way. exactly that yeah so yeah. that's that's where i see that going it, will it maybe it never happens oh who knows he's been through two ufc fights where he got his ass kicked by nobody's yeah so know, to be fair to him because like i know he bitched about that yeah, but it's like this is Lesnar was the one that changed that culture of that mm-hmm. being okay and like and I'm okay with it too because uh, oh. not with Lesnar fuck Lesnar but like Cena like Cena's a great example do you burn him out and lose him forever or do you spread him out over the course of ten years and he'll have five matches or well, something and make it a big deal I prefer, I prefer that that's part of why Angle left way back in the day because he yeah. wanted a schedule like burn, that but they wouldn't do it. Now mm-hmm. they do have that schedule where you won't burn out. So yeah, yeah. will it happen best. eventually? Probably. Will it be something on his terms? Yeah. But I mean, people are still clamoring for Stone Cold to have one more match, and it's been since '03. So they're never going to stop wanting it. It's yeah. one of those. Well, things. We're definitely not getting Stone Cold. We know that. Well, no, I, but... he can't be. I don't no. think he can even be medically cleared. To no, do that's what I mean. no, he can't. Right? But so. that's not going to stop people from wanting it. People still get CM Punk. Oh, that, that's all I'm saying. Um, he will eventually have one more match. If Bret Hart can go through what he did with the company and come back to have a match or two, CM Punk will, and he's in better shape for it. So. Oh, yeah. Will it be good? <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, I think eventually. I like it overall because at least people will kind of sort of finally shut up. But when they say, oh, he's back with WWE, he should feud with Mysterio. No, he's not. He's, he's not. He's working with a network. 
He is not with WWE. He might show up on NXT. No, stop being an idiot. He's not going to show up. So it's what? Different. Uh, so what about you, Lee? Are you excited? Do you think he's going to do anything, or what are your thoughts? I, I personally don't give a shit if he comes back or not. I mean, I, I figure he will because I mean the WWE is going to see that uh, because the WWE lately in the last like 10 years have had that sort of super fight mentality with like their old stars, you know, bring them in every once in a while to pop ratings and, and, and make some money. So there's a lot of potential here. If, if they, if they see money in it, they'll bring them back and you can have him have all these nice little, like one-off little feuds and super fights with like all their NXT guys and stuff like that. Like, and also you, you, you could do Hunter, uh, CM Punk as well. If the money's right, I'm sure he'd say yes, even though those Please two hate don't. each other's guts. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it either. But I'm just saying uh, that could very why, much happen. Why? Why not though? Why? Why are you saying because no? Because it wasn't like good. Like hundred matches they can do that are fresh. Why would you and, go back to something that was never well, good to begin with? Exactly. Well, well, there's there's history here that we didn't necessarily know back then. Though. Yeah, bad history. As in, uh, they never had good chemistry, and the one match they had against each other fucking sucked. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'm, I'd rather I see, see uh, I'd rather see CM Punk like CM Punk versus Muscle Champa, Adam Cole, yeah, something Punk like Balor. Let's get Punk, Punk Balor. Balor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 makes much more sense. I'd than, rather see uh, him face guys he's interested in facing, and we all know he does not want to face Triple H. So why do we want to see him be unmotivated? I'm, in I'm that just saying, there's more of a story there. That's all I'm saying. Met, but no, but I don't care how much of a story there is. If he doesn't want it. A, why would he do it? B, for it the, won't be any good because we know he, tur- he turns in shit when that happens. Like, and, wh- yeah. why do you want to see the buildup for a match that's going to suck when he and, himself admits, I don't want to? And you know, that's you know, Hunter, his little baby in XT, you know he's jacking off at the thought of CM Punk doing jobs for all his top NXT guys. Yeah, Riddle, lay down for Riddle, bitch. <laughs> you know he wants it. You know he wants it so mm-hmm. bad. The thing they really remember here is if WWE did not want him involved with Fox, they could have vetoed it. I have to think. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know the ins and outs of it, but there's no way that they would not have been like, no, you can't have him. And Fox went, yeah, we're going to anyway. There's no way that would have happened. Yeah. I, again, they, I don't know the ins and outs, but it's a, it's a somebody, partnership. So. Somebody, one of the WWE people said that uh, Vince had to give his blessing to Fox. Yeah. But I mean, if I, at this point, for the rumors, Fox has Vince by the balls right now. Though. Yeah. Like, he basically well, has to do whatever they want. Don't don't forget that Vince, even though if he hates you, if he can make money, he'll do it. So this no, is money. Are, he'll do it. Kind of running angles with this because on the next one of these uh, shows, Hunter's showing up. CM Punk ain't going to be on that show. Mm-hmm. Well, so I mean, you you know, well, he said he's not going to be there every week, but yeah. You know that's going to get people talking. Oh, you know what's going on? Politics. I'm a smart. I yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, well, freaking Ryback, because uh, I, I watch his food reviews, and every once in a while I'll try to catch if he has an interesting topic. But he predicted he thinks that um, this is Vince courting Fox, and that he thinks uh, Vince is probably going to sell it to Fox. Oh, so, oh, at first I would have said never, but I mean, he seems pretty disinterested and more going in the XFL direction. So, so I what the fuck? Oh, hey, 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 as a whole. Hey, man, why, why aren't you, uh, Wait, what? Why don't you start a feud with that fucking Ryback? He's ripping you off. Dude, man. we need to, we need to do it. He just did a video with one of our buddies, too. I thought that was funny. That big muscle uh, bounce. Yeah, apparently, he's, he was saying that he thinks that this is Vince getting ready to, to sell the company off. 
Again, that's oh, literally a guy's opinion who's not in there anymore. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but he would know. He would know Vince better than us because he's actually yeah, interacted well, with him, and we never have. 100%. So I gotta yeah. say, you can't just yeah. write him off and say he's, no. he's completely dumb. Well, no, that, but that's uh, not based on any kind of dirt sheets. It's literally. I think it might be this. Hmm, fair enough. That's based off of how he he says he just knows how Vince works, and he's just yeah, like, sure. I just know that Vince. I. I don't. I don't. I would bet anything. I would bet my entire life on that would not be the case. I would then, bet against you on that. Point, I would <laughs> bet against you on that too. I yeah, think. Because there's absolutely a possibility this could be where it goes. But he made a good point. His reasoning was wasn't just. Oh, I just think Vince wants to sell it or something. The rumor right now is that Fox actually does have creative control to a lot of things. Like that was the agreement. They paid them a lot of money so that Vince. What it's no longer. Vince is in charge. Oh my bad. Vince is in charge no matter what. Uh, Essentially, Fox can veto stuff if they don't like it. And Vince has never given that power to anyone under any Mm. circumstance ever. And now he has. And he's like, well, if he did that, I I could see him just being like, I'm getting old. Maybe it's time to sell it off and move on. It's an offer. But but it's also Fox, though. Like, he's never had, like, a deal with the network as as deep as that. As far as, like, obviously there's been. So? I'm sure he could have, but he's on purpose. He he wanted full creative control. Now, for a fact, he doesn't when, have full creative control anymore. When that much money gets uh, thrown around, mm-hmm. billion yeah. dollars, come on. I don't. Uh, I mean, of course, any you know anything could happen. That's yeah. I, you, well, you saying nothing never is like you you know wrestling. Any both business and kayfabe. Anything it's carny as fuck. Anything can happen. Yeah, this anything. isn't even a wrestling thing. This is a business thing where there's yeah. billion dollar deals, and suddenly, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Disney bought Marvel for four billion. What? I, that I mean, kind of stuff happens out of nowhere, so it just would. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, anything could happen. Yeah, I guess so. I would just never in a million years assume it would. But well, okay. I never thought the, the the UFC would get sold like it did, but it did. So yep. it's well, exactly the same situation. Well, UFC there, is not they'll never sell it nearly and, as yep. big as WWE, though. So um, four point two billion dollars is pretty fucking big. Oh, I, yeah, no, I'm not big, saying yeah. I'm not saying it's not big. I'm just saying. I'd say it's no, about that, as close, though. But to that say. was overvalued. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty damn close. I'd say they're about as even as most companies would be in yep. terms of this kind of discussion. With, with the amount of marketing and properties and stuff, imagine. Just think of it this way: Star Wars was worth a lot of money, and Disney bought it and has already made that back hand over fist with all the stuff it's done with it. Sure. Same idea here. Can you imagine if Fox owned WWE? They would pimp that out on every single network they have, flush marketing that's been turned down for decades, and go nuts with it getting into areas it's never even had a chance mm-hmm. to because Fox is a name property well yeah. beyond anything else it's ever been affiliated with. Well, I and guess, they can keep well, you know the McMahons in the creative role. like They could still mm-hmm. be the CEOs. They could still be in, like mostly in charge, but you have your you know corporate overlords that get you to it'll, a further market just, you could never reach. It'll be yeah. just like when Ted Turner took over... Uh, Jim Crockett promotions, same difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we'll have to yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Yep. But um, but we were talking about NXT. I think we should talk about War Games. Zion, do you yeah. were you uh you know out of it to not remember War uh, Games? A little bit at the end, but I remember most of it. It was good. I thought I thought everything was fun. NXT is always a good time. So even even if there was something that may have annoyed me, it doesn't matter because it's such a good show that it doesn't really the good out outdoes all the bad. But the women's uh, War Games match was great. The mm-hmm. men's was great. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what was throw throw the other matches at Riddle and Balor. Oh, Riddle and Balor was awesome. God, I was just into it because I was like, this. I never thought we'd see them face each other. So I was, oh, I was having a ball during Riddle and Balor. Yeah. And there was the triple threat. Yeah. yeah. 
Dunn okay. Priest and Pete, Pete Dunn. It went a little long. That was the only match. Like, I liked it a lot. I thought the 80% of it was, like, great. And then yeah. I think they should have taken it home. And there, at one point, they, like, because at one, it was, like, I don't know, halfway point. All three of them were, like, exhausted laying down in the ring. And it yeah. was fine because, you know. But then they did that again towards the end. And I was, like, why are they, like, this, we're at the tail end of the match. Why are they all laying down? Like, let's let's go. This is it. The last 10% is where you just fucking do everything you got to do. And it just felt like it died a little the last 20%, but still it's fun. I like Damian priest a lot. Somebody said, in, I saw somebody said in your chat that you hate Pete Dunn. Is that an inside joke? What is that? I about? really don't like Pete Dunn that much. No, I will acknowledge that really? he is a great wrestler, but I, he has the Jamie noble problem for me. What? His body type. He, he doesn't wrestle his body type. So he's this tiny little dude, but he wrestles like a, like a bigger dude. Well, my problem with noble back in the day was, you have this roster of cruiserweights. Noble becomes cruiserweight champion, yet he doesn't wrestle like a cruiserweight at all. He wrestles like a, like a guy, you know, double his size. And I don't, well, I don't like that. And I also can't stand Pete Dunne's stupid finger breaking gimmick because oh, that's he never breaks it. He never breaks a finger ever. No, not a single time in kayfabe has somebody come out with a cast. So what? What is the point? <laughs> uh, it's like Big Show's punch. What is the fucking point? I don't understand. Yeah, you're speaking my language there, man. Well, he, like half his move set is basically bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I did not expect this. this he is. is a, I think he's got good ring psychology because, like, his matches always flow really well. Uh, but, but for me personally, as a smarky smart that smarks, the moment that he goes to break somebody's finger, it immediately takes me out of the match, and I'm like, oh, I'm watching a fake thing again. Thanks, yeah. Pete. I hate that. Well, I mean, at least it's logical, though. I mean, like, no, it's not because if he broke their finger, then they would have to be out of wrestling for six months. I mean, honestly, Killian Dane is the first thing I can re the first guy I can remember that he's feuded with, where there was even a hint that he almost broke a dude's finger, and that's the reason that Killian Dane's coming to fuck him up because you almost broke my fingers. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's like, dude, like, how ineffective is your finger shit? If you can't never break, it, yeah. if you can't break a dude's hand every match, there was yeah, a like, funny spot that somebody sent to me because I didn't remember it. But um, Damian Priest was like on his knees, but Dunn is out, and Dunn reaches up and tries to do the finger break, and he just slaps his hand away. Oh yes, I remember <laughs> yeah. watching that. That was good. Yeah, because yeah, he just like reached up, and he's like, ha, so casual. Like it's uh, just like, you Priest is uh, Priest is really good. That was a great I do. I like him. R O H. Like they 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 stole a fucking. Great guy. Yeah, no, he, I like was, his voice. he was on his way to the world title in ROH, I think. Yeah, yeah he, he would have Martinez was definitely on the way, so he took a gamble, and it's paying off now. I like yep. it. Well, I don't, I mean, his look is very interesting. He dresses like Kevin Nash, and he's got, mm -hmm. he did the Razor's, he did the uh, the, uh, the Razor's Edge Dude, move. he even said his gear was Outsiders inspired. Yeah, he's he basically an outsider. Totally yeah. Both okay, of the I Outsiders. Don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, send Mauro Ronaldo into a spiral of depression more than he's in already. Oh, God. But, dude, mm. his commentary during that match, and and here's Damian Priest doing a tribute, Mamma Mia, to the Outsiders, and blah blah. It's like every every couple lines, tribute to tribute to the Outsiders, tribute to Kevin Nash, tribute to Scott Hall. It's like, oh yeah, and here's this forearm arm exchange where they're doing a tribute to New Japan, and here's Killian Dane doing a tribute to fucking Tugboat Taylor from the '80s by being a fat, big fat guy of a beard. Um, it's like, dude, you, you need to you need to 
calm your shit a little. I love him. Mm-hmm. I don't care what well, anybody says. Well, He's so much fun. Well, hold that thought because we will talk about him here coming up in a minute. But yeah. the rest of this show, uh, Lee, you said on Twitter or somewhere I saw, might have been on Discord, that you said this may have been your show of the year. Like this is, this is definitely my sh- this is definitely my show of the year, and it's almost solely based around the the women's war game. I, I I agree on it was a lot of fun. I thought that was some of the best fucking wrestling I've seen in years. Uh, not not necessarily technical in ring, although it was all really solid and good, um, and a, in a lot of really good spots. My biggest love for this match was just the way it was set out. The story of it was just yep. so good. The fucking turn. In the middle of it, with uh, Kylie Ray or whoever Dakota um, Kai, Dakota Kai, whatever, uh, you know, you you could see it coming a mile away after the storyline on TV, where her, her being, you know, like left brought. You, you could see it. It's like, oh, she's gonna turn, but it was still so well done when she did it because it didn't cost them the match, but it still set up like feuds down the line. And then you then you have fucking our last two survivors, who fucking overcome the odds and beat uh, mm-hmm. Basler's team and Rhea Ripley is fucking amazing. Oh, she's great. That, that, yep. that whole fucking that whole fucking match was great. It totally validates uh, uh, women's wrestling. Um I don't I don't care about Dave Meltzer and all these jerk off tape traders who talk about how great the fucking Japanese women's wrestling was in the nineties. It was good. It wasn't as good as this shit because there was better storylines in this stuff and the the, the work's good. The storyline's even better, and that's what I want in fucking wrestling. I, I want great fucking stories that I was marking out to. I was marking out several times in this fucking match. I was just like, yes, yes, I, yes. I will I will 120% agree that Rhea Ripley is, like, fucking amazing. She Charlotte Flair has always been, like, you know, I, I believe one of my favorites as far as the women go. But Rhea Ripley has just the look that she just, you can tell she is a fuck. She looks like a badass. Even my girlfriend, Jessica, who was watching the show, she's never seen Rhea or anything like that. As soon as she walked out, she went, oh, wow, I really like, I like her look. And I, she, she stood out immediately to her, somebody that's never seen her before. Uh, Rhea Ripley is a million bucks, I'm telling you. 23. What really? She's twenty yep. three. She's only twenty three yep. years old. Jeez, she's like she's like fucking MJF man. Like just a total prodigy wow. kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm super excited to see what she can do. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys do know. You can clarify with me. I know she was on NXT UK. Is she now like? Is she going back to that, or is she going to stay with NXT? I think she's NXT. She's yeah, NXT. Yeah, she's yeah. been NXT since the the live stuff. Okay. So they'd be they'd be dumb yeah. not to keep her there. I didn't know <laughs> if they were just I didn't know if they were just bringing her in to do some stuff and then go back. I wasn't sure, no. but okay. Uh, that's she's awesome. going to the main roster. Though. No, she she's going after Baszler still. That's so. good. That's she's, good. She is going to do that though, and then Vince is going to get her. That's all there's to it. Yeah. She's just, like Keith Lee mm-hmm. also. He don't his time in NXT is done. Like it's yeah. a matter of time. He's getting cold. Yeah, he, he's a made man after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Rhea, good God, Rhea came out there and had matches with literally every top star the wwe has mm-hmm. and won all of them and it was all good yeah. over the past like yeah. two weeks yeah, um, awesome. i she had a I, knockdown so, drag out with fucking becky lynch which she just had sets a, up she real stole match. an awesome pin on charlotte during the figure eight that was fun yep. she captained war games to victory and captain survivor series to victory both in, like times. underdog situations yeah both times <laughs> underdogs against, they lost people against killers um it, th- so this is during our Discord chat. I'm not going to name names because I forget who it was. But people were like, "Man, they're booking her. Maybe it's too strong." What? I'm like, "You're already hating on her. You're literally getting all the Rhea you can get, and you're starting to already turn. Yeah. It's too uh, much." I mean, Fought, mm. 
that drives me nuts. It's like you're literally getting this new hotness that yeah. made a cool appearance Please. in the Rumble, but it's been hidden otherwise. And she suddenly has a... now, after this arc of I'm in the upper echelon with them, yeah. oh, it's too much. It's too much too soon. No, it's all good. How is too much... When it's all good, how is that too much? I can tell you, though, because I, I think this would lead into my issue with Wyatt. Because okay. she is good in the ring, and he is garbage. And that is the difference. I she, she's given the opportunity. She thrives. He's given the opportunity. I disagree. And he fucks it up every single time. We can come back to that. Because we'll yeah, get to everything. But I mean, that's, that. what, that's what I was trying to get. I have my own opinions I, on that. but I, I see think that's why that. people like her more, and that's why Wyatt is flailing right now, good, in good. my opinion. Good. I I really want to talk to that because I we'll I come back there. I disagree I'm, with I'm that. Agreeing, so. Well, I agree on parts of it. <clears throat> okay. So anyway, um, the we already kind of talked about the other match. I guess the men's war games match. We'll talk about that. What about that crazy uh, finish? Have you ever? You want seen to start it? with the finish? Well, yeah, that's the thing that jumps out to me the most. I, I don't. Is there the biggest else? thing, really. Yeah. So here's my problem. I, it was amazing. It was nuts. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. They showed Bre- Britt Baker on camera. The director apparently didn't know. Oh, Oops, AW. Oh, well, whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> here's my problem. Adam Cole came out with taped ribs for the next night. I agree. He should have been fucking dead. He shouldn't yes. have been on the surface. Thank you. Thank you. I was saying that to uh, one of our uh, JRPL but members. But he was and whatever. But it's like, what? Yeah, Redhead was over here, and I was saying the exact same thing. I was like, he's he looks fine. He was in a backstage segment where he did an interview, and he just did that little, like, he moved his neck a little bit, and I'm like, that dude took, like, one of the biggest spots of the year. And yeah, he's I've like, never seen someone land quite like that on their yeah, upper it neck. It is what it is. It they couldn't just, like, take him off the show, so. It is what yeah. it is. My biggest problem was letting fucking Champa with his, I mean. Oh, yeah. What's going here, on here, here, I, I know he's. Yeah, he's cleared. He's cleared to wrestle. Obviously, he's he's he's, he's re- totally recovered to the extent that you can with uh-huh. the broken neck he had. He should not be doing shit like that. No, no. There was there was no reason for that to be the ending. Like why? It was awesome. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they pulled it off perfectly. That was yep. a CZW ending you, right there. You don't need to do stuff like that. Like no. that that's not needed. There's at least other... not him with that neck, not him. Yeah, exactly. He's got a bump card and his card is nearly depleted. Like it is it yeah. is literally whooshing around the drain and it's about to go down. Like he's on the edge time. Oh, he one more that, hit one and line. it's over. Yeah, yeah. One, one so more. Don't, so knock it off. I guess his theory is fuck it, you know, if I'm going to burn, I'm going to burn bright and I'll make moments people sure. remember and that's fine, but it's going to lower his career significantly. Mm-hmm. Hope he I saved did. his money. That's all that, I got to say. That yeah, might, me too. That might be his outlook. You're right. It could be, hey, if I'm going out, I'm going out fucking on top. Yeah. Because uh, I so don't want to see him like re-injure himself and then no. like come back fi- a, a year later. Oh, here's Tommaso Ciampa in a wheelchair with his fucking arms, the skinny as fuck. Cause he's oh, no. <laughs> Dude, oh, no. It's, it's already hard enough seeing Tegan Knox with both knees in braces and she's like 25. It's like, yeah, what? In, it's it's hard watching to, her jump off the top with that shit. It's, they need to really slow down this, this well, fucking you, diet. We had... We had a generation that had to go and escalate things, and that's the McFoley style where they just went too far. Yeah, and then you had a generation learn from that going, I don't want to be like McFoley where I can't bend my knees properly. Yeah, but we're starting even, to it's on. we're moving past that though into people who will do it anyway. It's uh, like uh, I've, I've talked about you gotta stand out before though. It's not Oh no, but yeah. It's not even Foley. It, it's more that ROH indie culture that has mm-hmm. That it that's basically the population of most of the major rosters now yeah. are the people who came from well, that era. And it's and, guys who make a suicide dive a regular move. It's like no Yeah, and that, these all these people like Brian and stuff getting fucking concussions and shit, you know, like that's the result of that shit. Yeah. Like when you have when you have every match on your fucking card 
and people are doing dives three minutes into the goddamn match for no reason at all because it's just a transition spot. Like, what mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen? These these people are going to fucking hurt each other, and they're yeah. going to hurt themselves. Yeah, and there was a uh, the Panama Sunrise on that middle part of the uh, the double that ring. Was sick. Yeah, that was, oh, yeah. That well, looked... yeah. Let's talk. Kevin Owens being in the match was just fucking fun too. Yeah, I, I mean yeah. that match. The crowd loved that. That was great, and you could tell it got to him. It was emotional for him. I really liked. Good. I really liked the nice touch of the his old NXT shirt that he wore. He mm-hmm. kind of had the oh, same and, haircut. And his entrance. He had his debut entrance. Titantron. Yep. Yeah, yep. uh, very cool stuff there. He came in, but that uh, Panama Sunrise it definitely looked like it hurt Adam Cole just as bad, if not worse, mm-hmm. because it looked like all his weight came down right on his like lower back or tailbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I think he took all of it. I don't think who was it he gave it to again? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah no, he he protected Owens. Kevin took and it hurt him. at all. I think yeah. that was completely fine. It looked, yeah, Owens was fine. It looked really mm-hmm. bad. Uh, but it's when when comparing stuff, uh, I think I agree with Lee that the women's war games match stole the show for me. I think that was by far the best match of the, the night. Um, I I just want to say my one bummer about that is the fact that yeah, you had literally at one point three different people supposed to be in the match that aren't. And I always get like, oh, I kind of wanted to sucks see for them. It kind of sucks for them. Like too. after uh, all that, even Tegan's in the build up and Mia Yim, all this stuff, yeah. and then they're just not in it. It's like, oh, well, especially so say, that, that was it's a bummer. I get it's part was, of the thing, but man, that was, that was the only thing they dropped the ball on. They didn't do. Uh, they they didn't explain why Mia Yim wasn't in the match on the actual show. Like they yeah, did it, was, it yeah, in yeah, like yeah. beforehand, but they they can't go in assuming that everyone watching the show watched everything beforehand. They can't be like AEW and think everyone's watching the Elite and Dark and all that mm-hmm. shit, right? Yeah, and that really when you were saying it, it let down that people weren't in it. If Mia Yim, if anybody you know you're sad wasn't in it, it's got to be Mia Yim because she will do she's awesome the craziest stuff. Yeah, Mia's so. awesome. Yeah, like T- Mia Yim and or Mia Dakota and Tegan are all awesome. So the yeah. fact that not, none of them were in it when they were supposed to be, literally on the ramp for two of Next them, year. Like, oh, it's yeah. the story. Maybe. But that, that, that's what gets me. They only they do this match when they do. But so. they didn't yeah, they didn't punk out any of the like people that have been around for a long time. They punked out the people that are kind of fresh to the rosters. They got time. Like, oh, yeah. I'm definitely anywhere. okay with it because it made it's for just, a good... It's just a bummer is all I mean. Yeah. yeah. I get it. The long term is better because, I mean, Tegan and Dakota, that's going to be a fucking crazy story. That's going to be good. And yeah. with me wanting revenge against... Obviously, Dakota, and it goes all from there. So it's gonna the be match good. was so fucking good that it made me actually want to watch women's wrestling after the match. Whoa, that's story that's, that's that's yeah. where it is. That's the biggest uh, uh, announcement I've ever heard on the show it here. Just goes to show if you do it right, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> because the girls are doing fucking wrestling better than the fucking dude. That's true. Uh, that's true. On in- <laughs> it's the bottom line. They're doing it better. Yep. All right. Uh, I guess anybody got anything else to say before we go over to Survivor Series? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Damian Priest looks like a drug dealer at the clubs in L.A. That's, 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 he was doing a though? that on NXT. Well, All right, well there we go. Wasn't, wasn't that part of his like promo packages even? So oh, I, don't, like, I don't know. Was yeah, like, no. uh, wait, who is he cutting a promo against? The Finger Breaker. Forgetting his name again. Pete Dunn. Uh, Pete Dunn. He was like, Pete Dunn. I see you, and I'm gonna take my shot. <laughs> 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 I kind of, I kind of wanted it. Like considering he was doing so many tributes that night there, Morrow, um, I wanted to see him do an, an instrument tribute, fucking brood, and just come up from the stage with the fucking brood's music. I mean, it would mm-hmm. fit. Wouldn't it? Okay, actually, thank you for uh, for bringing that up. You did before we go to Survivor Series. Let's talk about this Morrow uh, 
incident or you know whatever you want to call it drama yeah apparently so i didn't drama, even yes i drama. didn't even know what was going on i was watching survivor series and i was looking at the discord chat the live chat as you know the show was going on and people started talking shit about you know Corey graves and Corey graves is a piece of shit and Corey like i didn't know anything yet i did i didn't see it i missed it uh apparently Corey graves sent out a tweet that hey uh, you know paraphrasing here of course um his tweet said you wouldn't know it but there's a WWE Hall of Famer and a Ring of Honor World former Ring of Honor World Champion on the commentary team but you might not know that cuz I guess he was talking over them apparently. And you, that's the implication. Yes. Guess yes. guess which two of those things you're never going to be, Corey. <laughs> God. Yeah. God. Also the goal oh. of Corey Graves. <laughs> <laughs> the goal of Corey Graves who has talked over Renee Young since yeah. Renee Young did commentary oh, with him. The, the it's a three-man commentary that. team. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, but also, like, we're talking over each other now. There's four of us. Yeah. The other part of it, though, is the idea that people started to claim that that's the reason that Moro deleted his Twitter and he isn't there. And they're like, oh, yeah. you can come to me and talk to me personally. And the turnaround is, why the fuck didn't you do that, Corey, and go to Moro? Like, yeah. why didn't you just do it to him? And you know he's so, got those mental issues. Like, exactly. Like, if there's come anybody on. you're not going to do that to, fucking fuck. He's fucking like, bipolar. Like that's a serious fucking issue. Like, and apparently, apparently there was, from what I've read, I don't know if this is true or not, but he was sort of like letting people know that this was kind of a down weekend for him. Oh, so, oh god, yeah. So you kind of you could kind of maybe understand why he was so hyped. Like he was trying to you know maybe bite against that a bit on NXT. You yeah. know, try to hype himself up. And then you have fucking little tattooed jerkwad there. Who thinks- <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, you, you well, ain't fucking Jesse Ventura. You, you're never going to be Jesse Ventura. No. And, and you sit there and you start sending snide little tweets. And your ass is fucking fired. You're a piece of shit. There's enough fans already at Moro for this random bullshit because it's the internet. So yeah. the the idea of having people go, oh, yeah, you should let the Ring of Honor world champion Nigel talk more and the Hall of Famer Beth. You should let them talk more. You And they off off they go. Oh, he's so good. Though. Even if he talks over him, he's great. I love Marlon. Well, he's he better. never annoys me ever. Now, love, the thing the, the thing that they did with Michael Cole when they had the NXT title match with uh, Nigel and Beth, they had Michael Cole say that, yes, Morrow blew his voice out, so that's why he's not here. He'll be back on Wednesday. Is, that yeah. is why th- that's actually what brought it up in the chat there is when that happened. That's when I started seeing people talk about it, and I was like, wait, what? What's going on? Yeah. Do well, people were assuming that's the Corey thing, and but then again, yeah. you know who knows? But Moro Ronello, and yeah. he hasn't said yet. It could have definitely so. have been. The dude always goes 110 throughout the show. Yeah, I wouldn't be did. surprised. He probably did blow his voice out. And he's got the bipolar and doesn't think he's deserving of being on the big show sometimes, even though he is, and he absolutely is. But he might have yeah. thought, I don't deserve Survivor Series. I'm going to go all out here. And then, ah, fuck Corey Graves. That could be all it is. Mm-hmm. Or he had an episode thanks to Corey Graves. Or he had an episode anyway. Or who the fuck knows? He like, also we don't. had a, so. the best uh, the best line on the show that made me laugh because it was like such a dad joke and the opposite of a Jim Cornette offending people joke. It was like, I don't know who was in there. It was one of the heels, but I think it was <laughs> one of the women. And he was like, her heart is colder than a polar bear's toenails. And it made me laugh. I was like, what? Was a funny joke. Yeah, it was funny. It made me laugh. I was See, if I he said Eskimo, they would have fired him. <laughs> Yeah, oh, God. the irony here is this is this is the week where uh, uh, Triple H came out and started talking about talent that was like being you know shitty on Twitter about their job status and stuff yeah. like that, and, and he's moves. saying, "Well, if you have problems, 
come, why don't you come to management in private yeah. instead of airing your dirty laundry out? Oh. Yeah. And then fucking Corey Graves starts <laughs> yeah. throwing this shit on fucking Twitter. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> Oni Lorcan wanted his release. He asked for it. Uh, yeah. Biff Busick is what he went back to, so. Man, he yeah. owned Triple H on Twitter, though. 100% he owned it. I tried money. to play the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he turned, yeah. he turned on him quick. But dude, working for that company, if you're not important, has to be fucking miserable. That's me. Soul-crushing. Oh, soul-crushing. Just knowing you're giving your best years of your life to the company, and, like, especially if you're an NXT guy and you're not being paid, you know, like, Rusev re-signing money or, or like, yeah. at least 500 grand. Like, they're, they're still in developmental and they're not getting paid nearly what those other people are doing. Like when I see uh, what was the uh, Maria Canellis, Mike Canellis, when yeah. he bitched and complained. Like, dude, you signed a contract, you committed to five years, you're getting five hundred grand a year, and a couple of weeks later, you go, "I made a mistake." Yeah, well, guess what? Man, the fuck up. You signed yeah. the contract. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. No, you're barely being used, but oh well. That's end yeah. of story. I back that one hundred percent. You know how you handle it, like John Moxley did. And you just do whatever you got to do. What you committed to you, do, yeah. You 100%. knuckle down and you go and you do it, or you don't resign. And if you resign, yeah. oh, I made a mistake. Yeah, well, guess what? You still read that and signed it. There's no, I get to change my mind later. Yeah. Just make and your two million, make your yeah. two million, and get out and then wrestle casually for the rest of your life, whatever. I mean, you got it. You got it. Fucking easy. Uh, tell, t- try telling this shit to any fucking guy who worked the territories who was like working their day. <clears throat> It's like, oh, I'm almost done in the territory. I still got like two months of dates, and I'm going to be jobbed out every fucking night. And for penny, for peanuts, yeah, mm-hmm. peanuts. And yeah, you're making a half a million dollars a year or whatever to to be cucked by your wife on TV. What the mm-hmm. fuck do you care? You're yeah. making money. You're, you're where, where else are you going, Mike Canales? What else? Is I, I was about to say. Let's be honest. If you want to specific, uh, you know, spe- go specifics on person by person basis, Mike Mike Canales. Eh, come on. I mean, come on. Is, when, is look, let's be honest. Doing it in Japan? I don't think so. Look at the guys who did leave and bet on themselves. Cody's the obvious one, but Sean Spears, Ty Dillinger, he's the other one, and he's kind of a guy over there, but not really. I feel the same way about Spears as I like, do about Mike Kanellis. That's the highest level of anybody otherwise that tried to do this and bet on themselves. Is he, the he made it work over there as a friend of Cody. That's why he's there. Mike Kanellis, good fucking luck. You're nope. You'll be a job guy on power is what you'll be. And you yeah. won't be paid as much. Stay there and get paid what you're getting for five years. You're good for five years, even if they don't use you. Whatever, mm-hmm. you're paid for five. Years. He also committed to it. I mean, like you commit to you sign the dotted line. Yeah. That's a big fucking deal. He committed, mm-hmm. and then he backtracked right away. It's not how contracts work, Mike. No, uh, no I'm really, uh, and, I'm really pissed off about how fucking Sean Spears is holding back fucking. Uh, Tully. <laughs> he's, right he's holding yeah. Yeah. He is. Well, and that whole contract stuff, I know we talked about it before, Bomber, but it, you, you see this online all the time. Oh, they should release him from his contract. He's not happy. No, that's not how that works. Fuck you. Yeah. But I actually heard that Jordan Miles, I yeah. believe that's his name. That's because uh, he's crazy. That's his slave name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. If, well, you're cra- if you're crazy, the one that he came you. up with. And I heard yeah. that he actually is released. He is. He did get yeah, his release. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Well, WWE didn't want him. Yeah. When like, okay, so that's his slave name, right? It's based on Michael Jordan and Miles Morales. That's where he came up with that. Yeah. He yeah, made it himself. Yeah. So, his situation is insane, though, because he like he made it seem like WWE is the worst place, and all. Blah, blah, blah. He clearly has some mental illness issues because it, I was on board with him at first. I was like, that seems pretty shitty. The and then he did the yeah. Periscope rant, and the moment I heard that, I went, that's it. He's a crazy person. So Honestly, like, I would not be surprised if he okayed that smile shirt 
to let it go through to be able to try to pull this. To bitch oh, about it, yeah. Good. He oh. seems, he's, yeah. Dude, you know he what I mean? out Lethal, who is like, I've heard universally that Jay Lethal is supposed to be like one of the most respected, beloved and, yeah. people in the business. And he called him out too for no, like, I thought the whole point of his rant was against like the racism in WWE. And then he starts talking about a guy who's not even WWE, that who's also black. Like, what do you. Well, it, you it was mainly, yeah, mainly talking about Ring of Honor too, saying like, they, well, I guess almost all companies talk about how they all are, you know, uh, they don't have a lot of uh, black world champions and stuff like that. Yeah, you know what this so. sounds like to me? Wah, 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 wah. That's wah. He had a point, and then he immediately threw it in the ground because he started acting like a psychopath. And I so, and uh, the, to watch how fast people, like, at first jumped on every little detail that he was saying like people immediately yeah, yeah f- I, I, I took a step back for sure somebody I, I forget i don't know if it was on twitter or if it was on our discord i believe it's on our discord but somebody was talking about yeah uh, they were just calling out different companies like so-and-so hasn't had a black world champion in so many years so-and-so hasn't done this and somebody said yeah f- fuck impact wrestling they haven't ever had one and i'm like wait what i was like the truth was a multiple time world champion it was NWA world title, which was their title at the yeah, time. Yeah, but he was but, still the first one outside of like The Rock. <laughs> like he was that was game changing when he did it. Exactly, and that was great. But nobody even brings. Speaking of The Rock, nobody brings. I don't know. It's, yeah, because no, no one wants to really remember TNA back then. <laughs> Well, well, but still, I, that, the no, idea no, no. That, when oh, he was, he's never been world champion. This is from a lot of people who say they should let this person be champion. That's not how it works. Yeah, not everybody gets a turn for fucking sake. Yeah, no, uh, I always have been, you know, I I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care what you look like, how fucking handsome, how fucking hot you are, how, how, whatever. If you are, as far as storyline goes, deserving of the title, then yes, it should be a chance. 100%. Obviously, there were so many people that. You like uh, Mr. Perfect and stuff like that. Who cares what the fuck he looked like? He, he, uh, what color skin he had? It didn't matter. He was fucking super over and he just uh, fell victim to, you know, the Hulk Hogan era. Just never really got that shot. Now, that's somebody that you should be mad about. Like, just people like people like that. He also fell victim to catch a notice fucking bump card really early on in his career, too. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of things, but yes, I, I, I've seen that the Jordan Miles dude has went far over the edge. Atomic. Yeah, Atomic. He jumped yeah, off the I, cliff when he didn't need to. I, I, I was ready to jump to his defense, and it was like, Me too. no, dude, well, you Because when I saw the back. shirt, I was like, oh, fuck. But let's it, talk well, about that, that shirt. Is bad. That let's shirt talk, is bad. That's where it started. I was like, yes. oh, God. But then they're like, yeah, he approved it. Oh. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not saying that they're not racist in how they designed it. But, dude, you were okay with it. Now you're not. Uh, we're back in that whole contract thing of you can't say you signed it and then change your mind. You, eh. Oh, yeah. No, the WWE's definitely done a lot of racist shit in their day. Mm-hmm. So is every wrestling company. They're, you know, no one's, no one's uh, fucking, uh, uh, you know, True. innocent of that sort of shit. But, yeah, uh, yeah no, did I, this, this so seems like a case of, of a crazy person trying to be, trying to be opp- opportunistic and, yeah. you know. And yep. there are a lot of what what I am kind of getting down on is, you know, like just personally, like, you know, getting I don't know if sad's the right word, but let down. There's a lot of, you know, uh, black wrestlers that I follow on Twitter and stuff, and they are still 100 percent behind them, but they are super fucking good. They have a super bright future. And I, I really don't want to see them get grouped in with this dude who's going off the deep end. Well, it also goes back to what we were saying earlier on in the show, where how Mark Henry's like, fuck Jim Cornette in those comments. Like, 
is it where is he getting his information how how much does he actually know other than what he's heard on twitter you know like have they actually yeah. talked to jordan miles did, or anyone did, involved did you hear in about thing? racist comment jim Cornette said no what'd he say he said this oh fuck that racist yeah yeah, yeah. you yeah. don't even need to watch it to be able to have an opinion on it and uh, that's the problem yeah I, I heard I heard stuff about people are saying Cedric Alexander Cedric Alexander is starting to you know claim a lot of the same stuff and is trying to get out of his contract as well and it, Cedric is so fucking awesome I just I hate to see something like that dude I happen, saw but, I mean who knows though if it if it happens it happens I mean I saw in, in it was in our Discord I think or on Twitter uh, during Raw last night when Humberto got taken out um, someone because Humberto was going to face AJ for the US title he got attacked by the OC. And then they had a four-way blah 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 Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Um. Somebody said, "Oh, Vince must be sour on Humberto like he was on Cedric." It's like, no, Vince. Not everything that happens that you don't like <laughs> is Vince. It, it it doesn't work that way anymore. Maybe it was that, but just because he got beaten up once and had it taken away doesn't mean that's what happened. Yeah, it's not everything is Vince's fault, and that's just how people just knee-jerk react. To things. And Bert- Vince is a weird racist because clearly he oh, has tendencies. Like we all yeah, know he, the way he, he was, but. Exception. Yeah. Money always talks to Vince more than his racism. <laughs> so if he can make money, he will ignore his racist tendencies immediately. He's, he's, racist, he's racist against the you know Mexicans and the Spanish. That's why I didn't like Humberto. Yeah, he, Rey Mysterio's world champ or US also champ. Like, That's what I said. Certain people like, get his good graces, and he kind of be like, oh, he's like, I'm racist, but not for this guy. He's money. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn well, rock! I hate your light black skin, but I love the money you make for me. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> But no, Alberto just went through a program with AJ, though, kind of. So, I mean, come on. I mean, that just, I don't know. It sounds, it's, it's just, he's he people got bitching up, to bitch. He got beat up like. three to one. It's, what happens? It, he, he's, more, he's more the victim of just the uh, stop start booking that the WWE does yeah. with everybody. Yeah. 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 Um, so, kind of annoying. So. <laughs> So let's 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 talk about uh, Survivor Series real quick here. We got a uh, uh, did any before we go, we're not going to go through the full card, I guess. But did any match stand out as being really we'll talk about the negatives first. Did any match stand out as being really bad off the top that you no, can think I thought of? everything was solid at that. Like every at worst the work was, was fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the, the, the card was kind of bad. I the think the was weird. Um, the one match I the, the triple threat tag at the start, the Raiders seemed sluggish compared to the rest. Which was weird. Yeah, they've lost a lot of big steps. They don't up. normally come off that way. So I was a bit disappointed in the Raiders um, okay. compared to the other guys. But that was about it. Otherwise, triple, it was all pretty Triple fun. threats suck anyway. Way too many triple threats this weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, that was yeah. Um, that was part of now, the whole theme, And there were, there were dumb pieces like Walter got Samoa Joe and Strowman got counted out in a triple threat when no one else did. There's little things like that. It's like, guys, it's pretty eh, consistent. That's but what I mean, in, in Walter's case, like I saw people really... Taking well, a I mean, fucking shit oh, yeah. on that. It's like yeah. he's going to be in NXT UK for a while. Yeah, it's, it's nobody like, really knows who he is, even though the Chicago yeah. crowd are smart or marks and they know. That, that got him over bad. a bit. That was it yeah. was really bad though. They could have audibled it to last. Yeah. Why was it? Why do you think it was really bad? Because he's undefeated on WWE UK and he's a monster and he's over as fuck. So what do you do? Job him out to a guy named Drew McIntyre who's done nothing. Now, hey, if that had been Roman, or like, okay, or Seth, or somebody, somebody like one of the main people, it was Drew McIntyre. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. They have ignored him for months. 
all just out if, of nowhere. Well, I mean, Drew was hurt, I believe. But if this means Drew goes to UK for a bit, okay, let's have some fun. Yeah, but that, no, that's what I'm saying. Is if oh, he has the UK it's challenges, fun. but he's not going to. No, no, the UK Blackpool already has a challenger for Walter. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I just, you know, it just didn't make any sense because there could be money behind it. It's, it's similar to how they treat, treated Braun in this match, except Braun lasted longer. But Braun is the ultimate main event jobber. That guy, mm-hmm. because of booking, is never going to be the man because they no, just refuse to pull the trigger on him. He'll he'll get a company man world title like Kane yeah, did here and there. That's he'll not the same. That's not money. That's... Good. Get the proper yeah. ones. I, Ron I, should I... be the guy right now. They they fucked it up. He should have been the guy. He has the personality. He's fun. He, he was still over. Can. That's the crazy. I don't. Thing. I, I don't. I, still I don't think know. He can. We're gonna I don't, talk. I don't think he's Jericho status. So. Here, here's a spoiler for a theme that we're gonna talk about after this show is you don't want to fucking be the man in this company. We'll talk about that a little bit later. It does hurt. It, well, it depends so, on who it is. But I mean, uh, Roman well, finally come around. Roman's not getting booed as much, which because, is interesting because he's not as the man as he used to be. But he, well, he also shuts the fuck up over Seth. But yeah, true. Um, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll so, get there. as far the only really thing I saw that I just didn't get on the show, the overall, I, I feel the same way. I thought from top to bottom, overall, this was a solid, really good show. On paper, yeah, I, I thought it was going to be, you know, easily show of the year. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it was solid. Oh, big um, potential. It it was a letdown compared to what could have been an easy home run. Yeah. It it wasn't an easy home run. It had to work at it, but it was still good. The infield. You the know. only <laughs> weird thing that I saw on the show was the main event. The the match itself wasn't really bad. The match was fine, but I am very, I need you guys to explain to me why was this the main event? The 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 Becky Lynch versus I mean it is the Bailey. three women, the three women that represent the company fighting. That's a big fucking deal. It's never happened before. NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown, the women I, which I, technically are supposed to be you know, as equal with the men in terms of kayfabe. So I, I think it makes sense. It's just the match just didn't yeah. perform the way people want I, I think partly, I mean, Becky has been main eventing here and there. So there's that part of it. It is her equivalence on the other brands. Okay, let's go with that. We don't have the three champions of the men's facing off. We're not going to have the mid cards oh, be the mistake, main event. Though. I wanted that so bad. Yeah, same. Um, But also, like, the men's Survivor Series match... Or even the women, the women's weren't main event one. So the the men's Survivor Series match could have main evented. I thought it was going to. Lesnar could have main evented. Very had surprised a it didn't. But the women's triple threat, I didn't think it would. But I'm not surprised when they do because, like, here, here's my favorite part about this. They didn't say, "Oh, for the first time ever, the women are main eventing Survivor Series." It just did. That's what I've yeah. been wanting for two years. It just did main event because it was the main event. Thankfully, it just that's it. Hits the main event because it is. Finally, it, it was more um, of an, it was the match might have been a letdown was... compared to what it was, but I think the... I don't think the match was that bad. I think the match was a letdown because of its placement. I think though, yeah, yeah it was true. it was fine, but oh, it was more. It was, it was also more after of... eight hours. On paper, it should have worked, yeah. but I mean, you know, it yeah. just sometimes I have no problem with the main eventing. It no. was more and of an angle match bad. than it was. It was more of an angle match than it was a fucking main event. It was it was more like setting storylines in place and it was like oh for some sort of big thing you know mm-hmm. like a, well, the did, ending i remembered what i hated though by the way the one thing that i did think was not good that i was looking forward to and okay. this will lead into the transition of the topic that we were going to talk about okay uh brian and bray was trash i didn't like it yeah we'll come back to that it wasn't memorable i thought uh, it, I, mean, yeah. I thought it was the weakest we'll, thing on the whole card we'll, we'll bounce back to that because it well, fiends its own topic the, the uh the so the reason why I felt this match, you know, as far as the, the misplaced main event to me, I have nothing against. Obviously, all three of them are great in their own right. Uh, just 
this of all of the matches, this is one of the ones with the least story. The 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 men's no. or women's. What are you talking about? As far as the I I watched it from clips and it was rabid the story for these three. Rabid interfering with each other on each rabid? other's shows. It was nuts. It was it doesn't huge. really need a story though either because they're the, all three of them are the best in the company, uh, so they don't. Yeah, really know. but it had it. They were always trying to one up each other. Becky was upset about, or Bailey was upset about being left out. She I, was attacking I, both of them. I know. And I saw it, that. I've I watched all that. Yeah, I, I don't know about that's, rabid. That's the story. Oh, the crowd loved it. The crowd was into it. During the match, the crowd didn't give a shit about the match. I'm talking well, about yeah, the build-up. talking about the build-up. You said the build-up was oh, yes, shit. Okay. The was. Uh, I'm, de- I'm defending the build-up. I know. Was it main event build-up? Eh, it no. can be, and they did. So I, I much prefer the build-up of the Brock and Mysterio build-up. It was way better. Yeah, but come on. That was, you I, can't compare that to anything else, because that was one no. of the better angles they've done in like the last year. Yeah, no, that's some of the loudest I've heard crowds in a I while. Mean, was, was I wouldn't, I wouldn't have assumed that would main event the show. I did agree. I thought it was going to be the five e five e five e five with the men's. But I will never count out Brock as a main event possibility. Yeah, yeah I thought it was going to be Brock and Ray. I honestly. was, I when I saw that that wasn't the main event, I was, I was like, good. So we get Brock and Ray. To me, the best build up on the show as the main event. It, just, I, I don't know. I, it just felt off. And now, if personally, big... I had zero interest in an actual Brock versus Ray because eh, I I don't buy Ray at all in this. Even though it was great and it was fun, I just I don't care. Well, sure, he's the ultimate underdog. He's like the number one underdog yeah, in like WWE but history. But I don't give a shit. And you know, part of what fucked it up was because the guy that's hundred pounds heavier, Kofi Kingston, got obliterated like nothing. So why does Ray have a chance? And well, because well, because it's no holds barred. He had a pipe and everything. That's so. That was his, well, I mean, that's just the story that they were telling. But yeah, you can hit Brock in the face with a chair and he'll get angry. What's Ray gonna do? Well, he can't I mean, swing it hard enough. And yeah. Uh, honestly, a big reason I saw people upset about the main event was because they didn't have Ronda and they didn't have the Horseman. Oh, the stuff they didn't do. Oh, it's a letdown. No, it doesn't all have to have that. Well, it, back that, on that, that wow. to me, would if, if for example, if they had Ronda come out or if they had stuff like that, if that did That's happen, what I thought it was building up to. They talked that, about her a lot on the pre-show, yes. Oh, if that did happen, I would have been... Totally different story here. I would not be questioning. I wouldn't be wondering why this made it. I would have been, oh, well, no shit. No wonder why. That makes perfect sense. You know, this is going to build up to, you know, whatever. Who knows? Four horsemen, four horsewomen later. Who knows? But that would have made sense. Without it, it seemed like the show, even with Baszler winning, which I was shocked. She got the clean win like that. That was, mm-hmm. I'm, I know a lot of people hate Baszler. I actually really like Baszler. Uh, I was shocked when I saw yeah. that finish. And then she still got her ass beat by Becky, and the show ended with Becky just standing up on top. Because yeah, the, the story is you, you might have won the match, but you didn't beat me, and now we build towards Baszler I love I love the ending where she's where Becky's standing holding her belt up, and the lower third's like, hey, NXT, four, two, one. I'm like, what the fuck? We're looking at she's a fucking loser, and her brand's yeah, a loser, and the no, show ends. Because it was funny. she's got pride, and that's the whole goddamn point. <laughs> it just made no sense. But she... Okay, there, there, there was what? no way she was gonna win and bring Raw up to tie. It was she oh, had they had one NXT had three, oh, so all she was in there for was pride, and she salvaged it at the end. She never got pinned, never got submitted. She beat up the person who won. That's pr- that's pride. It's basic wrestling storytelling that builds to a match later. Mm-hmm. It's it's so basic. It's wrestling one on one. Who's the best? Literally, bitch? It. all she went out there for was pride. That was the whole basis of the whole match. 
it all wasn't the, an the... angle for the horsewomen. It wasn't anything else. If the horsewomen were yeah. ready, Shafir and Duke would have been in war games, and they fucking weren't. They are not ready for that's this. True, that's no. true. So we need people need to stop <laughs> on that for right now until they actually get better. And it's been two years. So yeah, it, yeah. I had no problem with this main eventing. It surprised me, but okay, no problem. Yeah, let's, Becky's let's, main event. Sure. So let's yeah. talk about how terrible Bray Wyatt is. You please. Okay. Um, what you guys got? Yeah, he is you absolute to... dog shit. I want to throw I, my argument as to why, because I'm not just shitting yeah, on him, because I no, do think I, his character work is good. I've got something uh, along that that I've said before, but I want to hear what you say, because you were you were fighting out, on this. So I'm gonna throw out all my cons. I think Bray Wyatt is the new Kane, and do I like Kane? I always thought he's all right. Like you know, he's one of the you know decent big guy. Can you name a single match in Kane's entire career that was like? That was a great goddamn match. I can well, name one, and it, it happened uh, on SmackDown versus Kurt Angle. That's it. Well, yep, Bray that, Wyatt is and that. that, and that led to the Mania match I saw with Angle, which wasn't as good, but this I remember wasn't good. Live, I, so he was I in a TLC, points, which was memorable because it was TLC. Blah blah. I got you. I I think time out, time out, time out, he, time out, time out. Before you say that, I I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with that. He's a he's a character wrestler. I don't think you're not going to be like I want. Tell me what five star match Kane ever had. Kane's not a five star type wrestler. I don't. He's, yes, he's a more character. Type. Kane also anyway. wasn't put towards the title though, and now he is. So there's a difference. If they gave Kane the belt, I would be critiquing Kane a lot harder, just like I'm critiquing Wyatt because Wyatt's been given the belt. Sure. And his I feel his in ring work has been not a, not even just like okay, it's been trash. It's no good. So that match with Seth was a trash dud. That wasn't necessarily their fault. The booking, they kind of put into a corner. But this match with Brian, he's facing who I argue is the best wrestler currently alive on the planet today. Like, I think Brian is technically the best. He is awesome. Mm -hmm. And that match sucked. And it was partly, I think, because of his lack of being a main event guy. I just don't think he has the, the skills. I think his character's a main event. But his skills are not. And that red lighting is fucking cancer. I absolutely hate yeah. it with every fiber of my being. I can't pay attention to anything. I don't. I can't see anything that's happening. I can't get invested. Uh, another point that I have is I can't stand his buildups to matches because it's always the same fucking thing every single week. Oh, lights went out. Oh, he appears. Mandible claw. He laughs and screams. The, the end. There's... They could do so much more creative stuff with him. Taker. Taker has a similar gimmick back in the day. They would do all kinds of stuff. Like, it wasn't always the same, oh, Taker, lights come out. He's in the ring. The end. Like, they would do weird satanic stuff or, like, all kinds of different things. Firefly Funhouse, still fun. I like it. Like, it's it's still entertaining. But when we get to, like, what actually, like, the, like the meat and potatoes of Bray Wyatt, he's just not there. I think he's an average worker that has a good character but it's a combination of the light the lighting needs to go immediately. And the fact that he just, he's just not, he's okay. He's an average worker. He is in one of my least favorite WWE uh, title matches in WrestleMania history, him and Orton. That is, it is unwatchable garbage. Mm -hmm. It is that fucking bad. And so I just, I'm over it. I, I'm, I wish I wasn't because I still like the character. I, I know they can salvage it, but I think they're on cruise control right now. I think that company is making so much fucking money that unless you step up to the plate, like I'm guessing they do with Lesnar and Ray, because that was excellent. I just think he's get he's starting to bore me. 
I just don't. I just I couldn't believe he had a so, match with Daniel Bryan that I didn't care about. And I I, I kind of want to jump on a bit of that. Yeah, that's it, that's my point, by the way. So they because they had a great match at the Rumble years back. They did. Yeah, that was it was so I good. Yeah. Um, I said this during the the Discord uh, live event reactions last night during or the night before during Survivor Series. Um, how like Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, everything is awesome. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's really cool. It's great theme. Like the look, everything is really awesome. That red lighting was not there for the Balor match at SummerSlam, yeah. and it was it was and that was a so motivated, fast, brisk like holy shit! Oh yeah, he's so doing the same stuff, but oh god! But then like, when Kane debuted way back in the day to make this fun, oh. he, had, he had the red lighting, Sucked. and it, it was bad. Apparently, from some of the guys who were there, uh, the red lighting is not as bad live, but it comes across horrible on TV. So it's like a virtual it, it, boy the whole time. That's what I was. Yeah, it makes it hard to watch. But the the thing I compare it to is when the match started, I was like, oh, right, it's this now. Was the same reaction I had back at WrestleMania 20 when Undertaker came back and he was facing Kane. It was all epic, and he came up with the old Dead Man style, and he comes out, and my friends and I were marking out. It was awesome, and it was fun. And then the bell rings, and I go, oh, shit, now we got to watch Undertaker and Kane. Yeah, It was that kind of like, oh, everything up to the match was good. Now we got to watch this. That's... Bray Wyatt. Now, if it was yep. the SummerSlam Bray Wyatt, holy fuck, do this all the time. Especially with Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it seems like is they went, oh, this was the stuff they liked. We'll do that now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like it's able to be what it could be. But it's so close because we just saw it. Um, I still hated what they did at Hell in a Cell where he took such a beating. Oh, you can't stop him. Yeah, but you can stop him enough where he doesn't win. That's all you really got to do. Yeah, that's true. So what? So what's the matter? Like, oh, I, I, you still, you're still good. You're retained. It's fine. Um, he's not that much of a threat. But this with Brian, like, it was whatever. And I mean, Brian was good, but it just didn't click. And we've seen them click before. And it was just the, the way the new Fiend is being done that bugs me. And... But, so uh, as far as my thoughts go, uh, I will agree with a couple things. I will agree that so far, um, especially early on, they should not be duplicating, you know, what he does each show. He, he shouldn't come out and just like to go out. He shows up, does the same thing with Manimal Claw over. I agree, yeah. especially this early on. You should have more ideas this early still. I will agree with that. Um, I will agree. I think everybody agrees. The red lighting is stupid. It's, it's not good. Uh, it's okay that they tried it. They should have abandoned it by now. Um, obviously they have a plan for it. I don't know what that plan is. I, I really do think they have a plan with when he loses. Like Undertaker shows up and maybe like he, like the lighting hits and Undertaker puts his hands up and it like, it changes to purple and then it just comes down. Like he yeah, puts an end to it. They can do something. They definitely have something mm-hmm. planned or they would have. I was so I, I, I think I mean, they just thought it was different. <laughs> he's on SmackDown. It should be a blue light. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's that's funny. That's what I was saying earlier. His, uh, he's his the title blue... officially. Like you hate that people, belt. We've seen people bring out different titles, like Edge customized the belt, Cena customized the different stuff like yeah. you're back and forth. JBL brought one back over there, everything. The official reason that the universal title is blue is because Bray Wyatt magically changed it on the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. That's a thing. Uh, and that one he tweeted out that like it was the custom one he was going to use before he lost the belt abruptly on his last run. Oh, that, yeah, that was one cool. of the coolest looking fucking belts I've seen in quite yeah, some time, and it like, fits the character. Yeah, like let me in was like etched into it and stuff. I believe. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah that somebody was had cool. a great mm-hmm. idea that on the Firefly Funhouse he's got the blue championship, but when he comes out he converts it into that because everything he touches yeah. turns to like horror. 
Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so good. Nope. Exactly. Yeah. No, that uh, yeah, that does sound good. It just seems like they capital they got something, it was going somewhere. And I it's easy for me to say after I've said we don't know how corporate works, but it just feels like it was going on a trajectory, and then the corporate side went, Yeah, that's perfect. It always do that. And it wasn't able to go up anymore. It just had to keep going where it was. Yeah. And it's not been able to change from what um, it was. And it's that's how you get stale. This when is... he he himself came up with this shit, like you can watch a video from years ago. So there's some cool shit he's probably wanting to do. But for all we know, Fox and WD at WWE are like, no, that's what makes the money though. Right now, this is what it is. So um, it's easy to say that, but we just don't know. So uh, besides those two things, I don't really agree on much else as far as not liking, uh, you know, the Fiend or Bray Wyatt or whatever. I I really am. Enjoy- I have nothing wrong with him taking a fuck ton of damage. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, getting back up. I really I like that part of the character. I know a lot of people hate it that he gets beat up and he can't ever get put down. And I see people argue, well, how is he ever going to lose? Will he'll never be able to lose. Of course he can. Uh, Daniel Bryan almost beat him in that match with a roll up. You can always beat somebody with a roll up. He came yep. very close. You Dude, don't have also, to incapacitate him to beat him. It's like old school Undertaker where you can hit him enough. Before he sits up, just do it. Get capitalized. Yeah. That's all it is. And I think you're missing one thing, though. You have to actually have the desire to watch his matches for him to be rolled up. And right now, mm-hmm. I, when he's on, now, my brain just goes on cruise control. Now, that's the other thing. His match with Finn Balor, I fucking loved it. I really, really liked that match. It the was way, significantly better. Yeah. The way he fought. Yep. I think. I really think the biggest damper on all of this is the red fucking lighting. I think people think all of the matches suck automatically. But the match, the Hell in a Cell match, was not that bad. The ending was horrible. One of the it worst really decisions. Bad. No, it was, it was, it was it, really I paced. It was totally paced. They took it too long to terrible. do the things they were doing. I was just so well, I get, maybe I'm just in the uh, minority on that one. I didn't. No, hate I it. liked it. I liked it too. But it started to drag. It's like just get fucking on with it. We know what you're doing. Hit him with the thing already. Just do it. Yeah. And they were trying to get over how epic it was. Just oh, hit him. The, the ending, I agree, 100 percent was the worst fucking yeah. ever. Uh, but the match with Daniel Bryan, that that match got the biggest reaction of the entire night. The yes chants were the loudest I heard that crowd I the thought, entire I night. Thought, Welcome to Daniel Bryan yes chants. Yeah. I don't know though. I I thought I think I think he's. I I think it was a huge mistake to turn him babyface so soon. He his heel work was so good, and then mm. Kofi kind of derailed it. Which again, you got to roll with it because Kofi was you know the flavor of the month. He was go with it. Like you're gonna make money with him. But I stand by it. The title should have went back to Brian, and we should have gotten more of the vegan warrior because that character had so much more going for him. And you yeah. slowed him down. He had momentum, and then now you just out of nowhere you're like, oh, now he's just a good guy. They didn't even give a reason. Why well, he became a good guy? There was no. He just one day he was just like, oh, I like Roman now because now I don't like uh, Rowan, and that's just it. At the end. It was so lazy. I, I, I yeah. will say that was the. Oh, I was just gonna say I don't feel he's a full on good guy. I feel he's more of he a tweener a right now. Guy. He's a hundred percent good guy. He yeah. came yeah. down to the... proves it. He was a full good guy. Yeah, baby face all the way. He's playing to the fucking fans. Unless unless this is a long term swerve, it's not. He's a he. They, he's on Fox. They need more big baby faces right now because for some reason they refuse to just make Bray Wyatt like an Undertaker face. He's got to be like a heel that still attacks everybody. They're cheering him as a face, though. Who? Fucking Bray Wyatt. They're treating him like a face. The fans kind of, but once he's the fiend, he's like he's basically a heel. It's I mean, it could be interesting if they explored it more, but they don't because again, he just does the same shit every week. So it's not like he's more a tweener. The whole character's fucking garbage. The way they're booking him, he's Hmm. he's 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 trash in the ring. I'm sorry, he's just trash in the ring. He's unmotivated. I agree. I disagree with that one. I don't think he's that bad. 
he's unmotivated. He's trash in the ring. I don't like his matches. Sure, I don't sure. like his work. It's, yeah. Um, I don't like the way he's booked. Uh, he's he's booked as his unstoppable monster. He's getting cheered as a fucking face. Faces should never be unstoppable, as far as I'm concerned. They 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 should be they should be uh, vulnerable to some extent. And uh, I mean, if you're if you're gonna book him as a full on heel, you got to make him less cool to all the little kitties. And he's fucking cool as shit to some people for some reason. I think the character's trash. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I I, I just think it's dumb. But um, yeah, I, I I have no I have no time for fucking Bray Wyatt. Uh, he, he just ruins uh, other people that he goes up against for me he's kind of the same as randy orton he just kind of kills people's momentum as far as i'm concerned well i don't think that they're at all booking him like a fake i know the crowds are cheering for him but i don't think that that especially in today's day and age you know what the fuck does that mean because everybody cheers the heels and boos the faces but um i don't they're definitely not booking him like a face so, um, he is getting cheered. I will give you that. He does get cheers because his entrance is fucking amazing. That lamp with his mouth open and the fucking all that is great. The music is awesome. I, I there's so much that I like about uh, this character. I know, I know. Of, there's no problem that we have different opinions, but um, I really, really like the Fiend character. And I think if they lost the red lighting, and they yes, they change up. Every single time he's in a program with somebody, even though he's only been in what two, I think. Uh, he's been in three. Balor, he did the same thing. Lights oh well, off, yeah. Whatever, like just say. Eh. Well, there's so much creative license they can take with that character, and they just refuse to do any of it. They're just doing the same thing all the time. Yeah, uh, they they should definitely start doing different things as far as showing up. Man of McClaw disappear. Um, besides, like I said, those two things, I really fucking like them. I like it. It's just me though. It's just me. Um, for me, it's just Bray, hard it's to watch and not that great. Uh, for for yeah. me, it's it's just Bray Wyatt in a dumb mask. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, there you it's go. a cool mask. I don't think it's dumb. I think it's a cool fucking mask. Uh, but that, it is just Bray Wyatt. Oh, I do I think that becomes the opinion of what you like. Though, yeah, it doesn't doesn't yeah. work for me at all. I'm just I'm just That's looking fun. at this and like such cornball bullshit. I can I a hundred percent will say this as a longtime Undertaker fan. If they did this right, they could make this work as a modern version of that. And yeah, I mean, they could make that work in that way where it's like, the fuck do you do with this guy? Because Undertaker originally wasn't all supernatural bullshit. It was like, is he? What is he? It's mind games. What is it? We don't fucking know, but he won't go down. That was the kind of attitude towards him for like a decade. Yeah. And Bray Wyatt, you've, we, we know this guy for a long time, and now he's doing this. Like, what the hell is he doing now? But then they're like, oh my God, what is he? He's Bray Wyatt in a mask. Like, you know that. You, 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 you've seen him for five years. This is not a weird thing. But like, what's he going through? How is this working? Very much like a mankind thing. The personas give the different aspects and things like that. They could easily get an Undertaker level of thing with this if they just embrace it and let him be a face yeah. that has the bad guys bounce off him. That's easy. Yeah, to wait, do. are you saying they, almost already there? Are you saying they need to let him be if they need to turn him to be a face? Is that what you're saying? No, they they just need to have him face heels. Yeah, because he works. Change nothing. Okay, I see. Heels. I see. I see what you're saying. Yes, if yes. you, so you want to make him a true tweener, where he that, faces yeah, heels that would make him faces, a tweener, yeah. yeah. But right now he's he just comes off as like what mankind eventually became, like yeah. a, the sort of weirdo antihero character almost. Look, where where imagine. They, Go ahead. The, the crowd turned him basically because the crowd likes him so much because they think he's so cool, right? Because they 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 get off on the fucking funhouse bullshit and they they get off on 
office. And there's like, no one wants to boo him. Yeah. No. So for me, because I think he's dog shit. But, you know. Think of this. If we had the champion versus champion versus champion, you would have had Adam Cole, the cocky prick heel that everybody loves to cheer, but they love seeing him get his ass beat, versus Brock Lesnar, who people love to see and have bad things done to him, but also do crazy shit. And The Fiend, who's the heel that everybody cheers because he's perceived as cool. It would have been ridiculous. Like, who would they cheer for? All of them. Who would they boo? All of them. It would have been fun. It would have been a yeah. great, crazy match to see those three interact. But then you and got the problem. But then you get the problem of who wins. So, I mean, yeah. Well, the, oh, that you know what? That's not our problem. That's for them to do as the people who make the matches. Yeah. I, I well, never, oh, I'm never going to fault them for having to pick a winner in their professional wrestling storylines well, they've been doing no, for 60 years. I oh, boo-hoo. You got to figure out who wins. No, Fuck no. Fuck off. That's what they do. Caref careful now. I mean, there are definitely scenarios where you can't have certain people win over certain people. That's, that's in, it just, it, it can ruin people in certain ways. It can mess up right. stories. It can do that stuff. So, and you it's end up always pinning Walter easy. and doing it anyway. Well, Walter. Yeah, yeah no, that's one hundred percent. That's Walter was a hundred. If there was when when they showed the NXT team, I was sitting here and on stream, I remember going, "Holy shit, Riddle and Walter are both in the team. That's awesome!" And then two, three, three minutes in, did they just fucking pin Walter? Did <laughs> you like, hear the crowd chanting? Oh for him? yeah, because he was over his. He was getting chants yeah. before they pinned him. Yeah. And yeah, Riddle. Let's talk about that. Riddle pinning Orton. Crowd yeah, it was goes awesome. nuts. It's amazing. It's yeah, epic. It's awesome. crazy. Gets taken out. Oh, yeah. Because I wouldn't have pinned Walter. I would have. I mean, if no. I was going to make Walter lose, if Double I was going to get eliminated, if you're going to have Bronga counted out, have them yeah, just go count out together. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that could happen in a. It's, that to me, that was the only dumb part of that match was the count out. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, the stuff I mean, with Keith at the end was awesome. That was so good. I don't yeah. even like Keith him that Lee. much. Okay, so Ciampa was great trying to DDT Orton doing his thing for it. Ciampa really came off great, but then Keith Lee, my God, he killified Roman Reigns. Yeah. No. And oh, yeah. I thought I thought like, he's going to pin him. Oh, my God. I yeah, legit. Roman sold like a million bucks for him, too. Yeah. yeah. It, no. was, it was really good. Really good. Yeah. that Keith Lee was made that night. That, that would have been a perfect. Oh thing to end the show on it i think too ending, and roman's your your ending guy on top and you also put over keith lee in a huge way yep. you also wouldn't have known how people would have reacted to roman pinning keith no. at that point so i think they went with what they thought was a safe bet which was the nxt going over in the uh the triple threat but it just didn't work out yeah. at the same time um uh chad gable with his suplex death of Ricochet was also awesome. Where he just kind of caught him, walked around and threw him. God, there was some so really, really fun stuff. In I that. thought he everybody, so much better. that yeah. was a really good, I, I really liked it to me. That was, was a fun match. Probably my favorite match of the show. If not, I think it's I think because it was. of the interaction with the NXT guys. That's why, because it was well, so much fun watching Riddle in there with Orton, or like watching. Um, I mean, Riddle again in there with Chad Gable. Like it was great watching them all interact with fresh opponents. Yep. Well, and that's something that this is. I said during the stream last night, but one of the things I didn't like was the fact that they just had the teams come out to the show music. Oh my yeah. God. It's fun having all the entrances. Oh, yeah. I kind of um, like that though. I, I it works. I kinda, it, it gave the match more time too. That would have been fifteen. Unity, so I'm okay with different that. entrances oh, yeah. though. I'm okay that with that. Forever. I'm fine yeah. with that. But I get, it. I get it. I'm with you. I'm with um, you. I love entrances. I'm with you. I'm um, with you. but at the same time, uh, Cole and Dunn was also a crazy fun, good match. Yeah, it was, it was really an amazing good. counter. Holy shit! The ending counter was the great. yeah. That, it was. that match. I don't know if it really 
started really slow, but the crowd didn't seem to give a fuck halfway through. They definitely woke Two, up and oh. they won the fans over for sure, which I well, really like. Uh, two reasons. It was the first like title match of its kind in a while with two NXT guys with a crowd that kind of knows, but it's been tired and not knowing what's going on. And it was a takeover match. So it had time and got there. So yeah, yeah. they knew uh, what they were doing. They built the crowd up like a lot of matches we see. And I'm not going to I'll pick on AJ and Shinsuke, but they've had matches which were great, but placed poorly. So the crowd didn't connect. Mm-hmm. These guys were able to connect in this match. Yeah. I don't know if they modified anything or did whatever, but it was a takeover match. Those always connect. So it just yeah. worked on survival. They and I think as far as like endings go, one of the best of the night, those guys really took on a, the end of that match was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was the pump handle into the Panama sunrise. I didn't even like when he did that, I didn't even fucking understand the logistics on that. And yeah. I had to be in the ring. Like, it was yeah, like how would you even do that? He lifts him up to flip him for the bitter end, but that literally puts him in a position to be able to it's crazy fall man. down for the sunrise. And Oh yeah. God. It, I never would have thought to do that. And the thing was, it wasn't perfect, but that's some of the stuff that I like the best is when yeah. it looks like real and like he actually really did that as opposed to it's absolutely perfect, uh, per, yeah. like crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Oh, look great. I like I that stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why, well, that's, that's one of the biggest problems of NXT is like they're so well trained that everything almost all the time is fucking just yeah. right across the board perfect. No, I want to see fuck ups. I want to see it look like a real fight. Yeah. It, well, and that's, that you, you get some stuff like, like when Keith Lee hit Roman or Rhea to Sasha, just planting them. It's like, yeah, all right, you earned it. That's pretty great. You guys are killing it. So yeah, yeah good and... show though. I mean, I saw theirs too, and it was a good show. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had a I, great time. I think the biggest shock to me was Roderick Strong fucking winning. Wow, oh, that was great. That I am not surprised. Awesome. He's and he stole it. I am wow. not surprised by that. I love that just, match though. I was watching a PWG match in front of my eyes in 2019 on WWE on a pay-per-view. with three WWE champions yeah. at the Survivor oh, Series. Man. Mm. That was so but, great. I mean, with the US I mean, IC in North America. Oh, it's so good. I mean, Roderick Strong has like improved, but like he was always good in the ring, but he's improved by leaps and bounds since he's come on to the Fed. Though, like he's so good now that like you can kind of see that. Yeah, we might want to get behind this guy because he's actually cutting good promos now. Mm-hmm. Well, I, would, so, I wouldn't say good, but better. I wouldn't say good either. Well, I think I don't I'm know. Jake, better than before. Mouth and it's like, ugh. I think it's about. I think it's about ten or twenty times better than what, yeah, he, was what he used to do. Oh, I yeah. agree with that. Well, yes. Yep. Cons- consider this, Matt. I remember way back when we were talking about how the Arrow flounder if they called them up, mm-hmm. and because it's just a bunch of generic wrestler guys like mm-hmm. Fish O'Reilly and Strong. And I'm like watching Strong go in there toe to toe with Styles Nakamura. It was like this is how you make it work. You just bring him in like the level he is at yeah. their level and say go. And yeah, the crowd's already like, yeah, no, this guy's Fish awesome. Know. Fish and O'Reilly just, looked. They looked real. They looked like little children fighting men. Yeah, I it was still fun during the match. It was the, fun, the new, but they the definitely Raiders? Kind of, like they weren't really yeah. there. Oh, it, they, no, I thought they did. I thought that was like, I mean, that's the point. They're in there with monsters. How can they survive? Yeah. And it worked well. Like their, their story was told well, I thought. Um, something, some, something about Roderick Strong that I had to point out that uh, the night before for the um, the war games, when he was the first one coming down to the war games, when, he came walking down the ramp and just points. I forgot who the fuck he was starting with. I think it was Champa. Uh, he points the ring and goes, you're going to get it now. You're going to. It just looks so. I was like, how? I just screamed like out loud. How fucking generic are you? Yeah. Dude? Like <laughs> it was so it. bad and corny. Like you're going to yeah. get it now. Like that was his no, voice I like and tone. Because the, the whole Undisputed Era are just 
dicky little heels, though. Yeah, exactly. Dicky white guys. Is it? I don't want <laughs> yeah. everybody to be a badass who says cool stuff. Yeah. That doesn't work. Well, you that... want those guys like that who is who can still back it up anyway, well, even he, though he's a smarmy prick. And, and during him. the match, he was like the Aaron Anderson of the fucking War Games match, though. So yeah. it was mm-hmm. like he was. And again, he stole the triple threat. He stole it, which oh, I figured yeah. that's the old, the perfect way to do it. Yeah, which is the character. It's perfect. Yeah. So. Um. As far as I, I thought that match, that triple threat was going to be, you know, on paper again, that's like lights out, like, holy fuck, this match is going to be amazing. I, I don't think it ever really got to that point, but I don't think it was I bad. Think it was great. I, I, I'm not saying it was bad, but on paper, that to me should have been the match of the night. Looking at AJ, Nakamura, Strong, you think that that would be the match of the night. And If they had replaced Nakamura with Brian, it would have been. And which was the rumor for a while he was going to yeah. win the title. Nakamura was yeah. a weak link, but he's still well, good. But weak you, you you go down those what ifs. What if Velveteen Dream hadn't lost it to to Strong, and you had Velveteen in there with Ooh. AJ Shinsuke, and like what would that have been? And yeah, you get some goofy match ideas with oh, man. what almost if, happened. If Velveteen would have finally got on a WWE show, oh man, so good because against he's been... those two. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, better. It's better that he's out right now because you don't want to just toss him out there randomly. No, that but he'll come back. Deal. Sure. Yeah. 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 He'll be great. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only really thing we didn't talk about on the show was the the important thing that is the uh, the Brock Lesnar Rey Mysterio actual match match. What did you guys? What were you guys I was thoughts really on drunk that? at that point? I don't remember. Oh, you don't remember that <laughs> it one? Was, not really. It was, no. Dominic is over as fuck, and he learned from his dad Eddie how to do a frog splash. Yeah. yeah you know. He, you know. He can bump. <laughs> the, the kid can fucking bump. I got yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Um. And. When I, I saw a different <laughs> angle of the double 619, dude, they've hit that so good. Like, the, yeah. the original angle on TV didn't look great, but I saw, like, a alternate angle of it, and it looked fucking great. They both hit it, like, perfect. Brock sold mm-hmm. it beautifully. I really, really enjoyed that match. I, I, I think it's getting a little bit of I hate Brock Lesnar, you know, bullshit heat online that people are, you know, hating on it. But I think that was a really well-done match for, you know, Rey Mysterio and Brock Lesnar 2019. I thought it was uh, pretty damn solid. Um, See, I'll just 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 hold it. I I'm getting a I'm getting a little signal in here. I I know the reason why Dominic is so good right now. Oh God! Yeah, it's cutting into our feet here. This is Ben Shepard from Pro Wrestling okay. Poop Face Bullshit. Lance Storm has been secretly training <laughs> Dominic for three months now, and they're going to put him on the main roster and give him the IC title. That's that's what I've been told by a source in the WWE. Yeah. And if you agree with me, you're a piece of shit, and I'll slander <laughs> you online. So yeah, that uh, I, I even tweeted about the Brad Shepard guy. The he's what can you say? The dude's the fucking worst of the worst. Well, because Lance Storm Ill. was like, I haven't even started yet. What are you talking yeah, about? And, yeah. and he, that's just like the latest <clears throat> example. Like people, you know, I, I mentioned that there's a lot of negativity, negative people, like a lot of people. Jim Cornette's one of those. And there's several other ones. But um, to me, this Brad Shepard guy is the fucking worst of the worst. Never heard of him. <laughs> Wait, Good, what? you're lucky. It, it goes up there with yet. the idea that people are saying the IC title change, which, by the way, it looks pretty, but it's too generic and it doesn't really I like stand it. out. No, I love I, it. I like it, but it's. It, it, uh, I, I like it better, to be fair, but I don't see, like, oh, IC title. It's like, oh, that's a shiny belt. Um, but time. people are saying that is done because of Cody, because Cody brought the white one back. Was that guy like, the one so. that started that? He, yeah, he might have been. So. I don't know. But my attitude toward that is if that was true. That's then they would have changed that belt like a oh, year a ago, ago. When he, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have waited till now. That would have been changed immediately, and they would have used the prop one to be different until they mm-hmm. made a new one. Like the, this was not done because of Cody. Yeah, they, they would have done it sooner than that. No, no, that's the conspiracy theory, dumb bullshit stuff. That's oh yeah. Um, 
this is a good transition because there's only one other topic I wanted to talk about. Okay. So what's up? Uh, so I had heard this rumor and it's all hearsay. It's all just, you know, no, no confirmation whatsoever. I'm just, you know, saying interesting things that were said to me. Okay. First, A3K on our show, Andrew 3000. Mm-hmm. It was like a month and a half ago. We were at a party and he was like, did you hear about what happened with Jericho and uh, Kylie Ray? And I was like, well, what, what are you talking about? Oh. Like, I know she quit and understood that like she had mental health issues or something she wasn't really clear about what happened she just kind of left the company right which is weird because okay. I, I was at the aw show where she was in the battle royal and a, a real talk she was gonna be the first champion not rio it was gonna be her she had oh, the yeah. best reaction she's great in the ring she seems like a phenomenal human being to represent your company so i think she was gonna win it but then all of a sudden she just vanished right well he was yeah. like there was a rumor that Jericho had apparently, again, all hearsay, invited, uh, like, a, like essentially she was told, like, hey, we're all meeting up at Jericho's room, going to have drinks and have a party. She shows up, and it's just Jericho. And, like, some stuff went down. And I was, at first I was like, so I went and looked online, didn't see anybody talking about this. I'm like, where the fuck did he hear this? Like, I was like, you know what? I Honestly, it sounds like bullshit. Well, then three or four days ago, my buddy, who is an independent wrestler in New York, goes you hear about the jericho kylie ray stuff now oh wait a minute they don't a3k and him don't know each other at all so i'm like what okay what do you what do you know and he goes uh basically jericho is known to sleep around quite a bit with a lot of female wrestlers now this is cool with his wife apparently because she all they're like swingers like she fucks other dudes too it's not like that's not the issue here the issue is uh he knows two at least that's what he's saying he knows two female workers personally where he wrestles that fucked Jericho. So he's saying like, he does do this kind of stuff. And so the big rumor is he confirmed that whole story about how like, essentially got invited up, thought it was a party, wasn't. And so when shit hit the fan after this, cause essentially like, I guess like it wasn't that there was so much like, you know, he didn't say no, didn't say yes. It was just kind of those things where he felt pressured into it. Uh, and we were joking to my Tom, we were doing a stream. And he's like, well, maybe Jericho had a little too much of the bubbly. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. So but well, the rumor is is that she went to the cons after this to complain and they basically just paid her off to take a hike. And now she's starting to oh, come back on Instagram with the way she's, you know, read her posts. I mean, they're very I think she's got a story personally. Well, now, I saw the, it, you know, I saw, yeah. Can I yeah, I'll, I'll just say one thing because there was rumors yeah. about how apparently Brandy Rhodes and her had a dust up. And that was why she left. And there was that rumor going around. I hadn't heard anything about the Jericho thing. But yeah. I saw a post today about someone was like, oh, just come clean and say the real thing. We all know yeah. what happened. Just come out I mean, and say it. I'm with her. If that's what happened and that, that bullshit went down, I, I would turn on Jericho pretty fast because that's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like that's yeah. – Especially with the cons. Being... This is going to be a new beginning, a new company, oh, new I thing. Mean, We're going to start over and treat everybody fairly. I'm... He tried to do this. Yeah, but he's our guy though. I Fuck mean you, it when I'm I say out. if this is true, and it's not that it's true would have been the problem, but if the cons actually did pay her off to cover this up, I mean that's AW's done. I mean it's just it's it's done because like what do you what Where is, you it's me too? You're dead. You're done. I mean, and that yeah. sucks because I love this company more than I like WWE by leaps and bounds. But it's like not only if do you would you apparently have the boys who knew he did this and stuck by him and kept wrestling and kept their mouths shut. More importantly, the, the my friend that's the wrestler goes, the real thing that bothered him is like, the girls know this happened and they're still wrestling with that company. He's like, they could have just 
all of them gotten together and been like, until you fix this, we're not going to perform for your company. And But yet they just took the payday and just kept pressing. Well, and that, um, well I hope it's bullshit, but we'll, mm-hmm. I'm, that really made me huh. second guess say it as bullshit. I think that there's at least a grain of salt in here somewhere, and I think it's going to explode soon. We'll yeah, hope, uh, hopefully it, it is. I was going to say, it is possible that he does do this, and they're trying to say that that's what happened to her. He comes from the old school way of things, man. They used no, to no, fuck uh, chicks like ring rats. So, no, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, just because she left doesn't mean this is why, but oh, it's yeah, easy yeah. to try to connect them, and that's they might be trying that to target. Because that's what I'm he's saying. so old school, I could easily see him falling mm-hmm. into that habit, whereas the new guys don't seem He'll to do that. He'll tell us about it in his seventh book. It'll be fine. Well, but <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but <laughs> but have, have you guys have you guys heard, like, the speculation that uh, the the weirdness between Kenny Omega and Riho, how he's how's, <laughs> he's grooming her, is what he's doing. Like this is the little girl that he had a match with in Japan years ago. She's yeah, yeah. Training since she was like in her early teens or even younger. Is than that, that the one he had the famous match with? Yeah, I think so. Okay, all right. And, and oh, so God, there's been that. speculation that he's been kind of creepily grooming her for all these years. And that's why she's got the title right now because he's fucking this girl he's been grooming like Ted Nugent what style for years. I don't this? know about that one. What is happening all of a sudden? I don't know about that one. No, I've heard that. Oh, uh, she said they said Rio was not the nine year old. Declined that. No, yeah, there's someone. Well, that's good. No, like as I normally I'd hear rumors and stuff like this, and I just hey, it's wrestling, it's entertainment, it's all weird. But it just became. At least I'd say a 10% possibility in my brain from a zero when my buddy, like I, this guy, I do like, I trust this guy. And yeah. him, for him to say that he's worked shows with women who have claimed, you know, that Jericho likes fucking hot women that like okay. wrestling and his wife's cool with it, that sounds possible. And if that's possible, I could see them connecting this whole thing with I will say this. that situation. I will say this. Mm. If that's the truth, if that's the, it, who, that'd be really bad. Well, first of all, first of all, first of all, there's a, there's, I don't see anything wrong with if Jericho and his wife are okay with them having sex with people, then there should be nothing wrong. If Jericho wants to bang 20 different wrestlers and chicks, that's cool. As long as long as 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 everybody's consenting. Yeah. As long as there's nothing wrong, Mm -hmm. Jericho can go fuck Mm -hmm. whoever the fuck he wants. Uh, Now, if, if something happened weird where something did go down that wasn't wanted uh, in the cons or covering something, this sounds like super like elaborately, you know, tinfoil hat stuff, but if something like that mm-hmm. were to take place, then obviously that's when I started to, you know, obviously have a problem with if there was something that went down. But yeah. maybe I think she's going to talk eventually. So we'll see, see. See, I don't see it as tinfoil hatty where it's just a case of like, ah, it's easier. Just, you know, we'll cut our losses. You're out. Here's, yeah. here's, you're out of your contract. That's fine. That's not like a major conspiracy in the case of like, oh, it was all elaborate or planned. It's like, you know what? We'll pay you off. Let's move. Let's both walk. It could away. have been like a case of like, you, you know, each of them had a different story going yeah. on essentially. No, and like one, both of them had something that was shady or whatever on both sides and they just cut their losses. But this, this whole thing is admittedly as easily to be misconstrued as the fact of, hey, did you hear that racist thing Jim Cornette said? Yeah. Sure. Where yes. You literally have the case where Jericho invites girls up. Apparently, it was supposed to be just a party. For maybe she thought it was a party. Maybe he's like, "We'll have a party," and that's how it was meant. It's like it's going to be us, obviously. Yeah. Be the <laughs> and she didn't. Un- and she misinterpreted it and gets there, and that's not cool. If he. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Sorry. But that if, meme completely changes if this comes yeah. out. Like that, it's gonna go from funny to rapey. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be so it's, it's all over. But the idea that he oh, misled God. her—that's not cool. That's that's 
oh, I don't like that of its own accord, but it'll yeah. be okay. Sure. But if he brought her up there to do a thing and she's not into it, okay, you know what? Whatever, it's fine. And you go to your boss and they're like, ah, mm, yeah, that's that's where you draw that line. That's, that's not bad. cool. Yeah. That's, Obviously, I don't care what else happened, even if she didn't get misconstrued. She's like, I don't like that conduct. And oh, it's we're into this new league with a HR type thing worse yeah. than the other. Oh fuck, that's not good. I I, I personally uh, obviously don't know anything a hundred percent. I just literally heard this two seconds ago. I, I I'm I'm not gonna you know give any you know credit to any of that until something you know more would come out. Like if she says something or if Jericho agrees with something, <laughs> something like that. Uh, I I just read that in the chat. I she, he, he gave her the balls of Jericho. I saw that. That's good. <laughs> That's good. That's great. Oh His bottle flow is over. Shout out to JT Savage in the the chat there, the live chat. But yeah, the the wow, that's good. The, the real the real uh, the real bad part though is if and, and man, I really hope none of this is true. But I mean, yeah, if, me if, of course. But yeah. if, if if the fucking if if that's true and the Kenny Omega thing is true. What kind of weird ass fucking culture is going on behind the scenes? In I don't company? know because I've heard the young bucks are supposed to be like because we have friends of friends and they are supposed to be saints. Like in real life, they're supposed to be some of the best, good. Like take care of their friends. Like just oh, well, like, we know that We've good old that. religious boys. Like they're just literally saints. They're supposed to be great people to know, good contacts. That's why they have so many friends. And if they knew that that happened, it didn't do anything about it. I don't. That would that would make me question good people. To be honest, and they, they'd start losing their hair over it, wouldn't they? Yeah. Nah. It all depends on how much they actually know when we're told. There's always yeah, that true. aspect. Could have been kept right? down on the low. I just feel the like thought, if you work in that organization, like, oh, she just wanted to leave, and that's all. It and it really could just be a case where she's like, you know what? This isn't the place for me. I don't yeah. want to be here. Can you buy out my contract? Yeah, was there a thing? There's a thing. I just don't want to talk about it. Let me leave. And she leaves. And Jericho did that, but there's not a cover-up. They just happen to have that incident. He's like, I'm fucking out. Okay, you're out. Sure. It could be that. And Balls. there's not actually... The balls of Jericho. <laughs> God. You know what the worst part about that is, though, Matt? Is that if they made a Balls of Jericho shirt, it would be the top seller at Hot Topic. Oh, oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. AEW's oh, t-shirt oh, oh. department is fantastic. And how about AW a new, has about more a new than one? a t-shirt department? How about a new one, the, the Pussy Tamer? Oh, God. Oh, God. The oh. Lion Tamer. No, see it, it, these all, all these jokes. If if that does come to be true, it's even worse. Yeah. The then, worst. We're then we are canceled. There you go. Yeah. Oh, this we... is Shepard from Pro Wrestling Thingy Thingy. <laughs> yep. Just us in Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho running a brothel out of Ethiopia. Oh my God. So, uh, hey Chris, yeah. where where is everybody else? Oh, come on into the bathroom here, and I'll give you a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Wow. Well, there you go. Um, this this is our our Thanksgiving episode, so I'm really oh. glad we're nailing this one. On. I'm thankful we get we Feasting gave you guys the turkey. That. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's one other thing to remember about being on top and being hated. You want that, I believe, too, with Seth and stuff. The uh, well, yeah, I, that kind of goes into you know the top guy or woman. Yeah. Because people hate Becky now, is an even abs- though yeah, is you know. an absolute. No. Yes, they. Oh, yeah. oh motherfucker! No, yes, no, Twi- no. Twitter's Nobody turned hates. on her. Twitter, Nobody Facebook, hates. in Facebook, Twitter is not reality. Nobody nope. hates Becky. Well, Seth is just a dick in real life, like, oh, and that's Becky. why people turned on him. Bullshit. Yeah, well, fair. Seth caused Seth's own problems. Seth needed to shut the fuck up, and he kept talking and talking. And come on, and Beck. Nobody hates Becky. I you got a guy in your chat right now. 
Pato no. for real says I no, can't I agree stand with Becky. The casuals don't. You're right. You're right. The casuals don't. I think bombers. No, they're are all point. behind Becky. Seth is just a dumbass, and he needs to no, shut his. I disagree. But the bomber, the bomber. To your point, the the internet fans who are the ones that you're pointing out here. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, that's the, always the, the, the smart downfall. Marks. Yeah, they're the ones who hate it. Yeah, don't no, no, me. no, don't. But that's kind of what his point is. Like, I, I wish it's cool to hate the number one thing. Is what how it always seems to be. I don't think so. that's it though, because I there. Are, I, I mean, do. Brian was at the top for a while, and nobody turned and booed on him. Like there, there are people that get into the top slot that don't get booed. Seth Agreed. opened his mouth like a fucking moron. Roman was booked really badly, so that's why they turned on him. Same with Cena, booked really badly, booked too strong. Like there's reasons behind it. Seth is just. He caused his own downfall by being stupid. He was just constantly dumb, saying stupid shit. It didn't help that they didn't do any favors by making him, you know, Becky's, like, cucked bitch. But at the end of the day, like, I saw Seth going, like, oh, it's because I'm I'm number one now. You guys are all turning on me. I don't think he's number one. Like, I'm, no. I think he was getting there, and then he opened his stupid mouth, and people were like, why is he... Saying he, stupid he was, shit. He was the. T- I, I would agree. He was. I mean, I would uh, argue that he was the top guy. He was the the top wrestler, pretty much in the company. The top. They were positioning the him, top yeah. promoted he showed, guy. He showed he can't handle it. He can't handle handle the pressure of being the guy. That's I agree with that. He showed. He showed that if somebody is going to talk shit online, that he's going to say dumb shit back, and that is. I agree. Yeah, a lot of people have he's said he's in a position that's that different sh- than these people. That he, he should do that. You should. I agree. Uh, people were saying, well, when Roman was on top and he was getting shit on, he wasn't lashing out. And you were right. 100% Seth Rollins should not have jumped out there. I don't personally see anything wrong with him defending a lot of the stuff that he said about how, you know, WWE isn't shit, like all that kind of stuff where he says he's the best, nobody can do that stuff. He's well, it started really... started one place, though, Osprey. Like, yes. his shit with Osprey is where we all started going, like, why are you being dumb? Like, it was cool when they were shooting. I like their initial reaction. It was fun. Where they were, like, throwing how many matches they had. Like, it was cool. I was like, oh, it's, I like this. This is fun. And then once he was like, I got more money than yep. you. Well, fuck off, Seth. Like, the only, fuck? You moved it. That was the only downfall of that whole exchange to me was the the money. Yeah. That was dumb. Uh, we we dev- definitely talked about that on the show. He doesn't handle losing very well. I see he he can, like, dish it out. But when somebody, like, basically, like, pins him one, two, three in the Twitterverse, yeah. he goes back to the money every time. And it's like, there's nothing more obnoxious than a rich person telling you they're rich. Somebody so else, up, I forgot who it was. There was somebody else that people like that I saw did that. I, I shouldn't have brought this up because I don't remember who it was. But and nobody said a fucking word to who that was because they really liked the person. But somebody said something about like money and how much they have a while back. But yeah. it just, I don't know. I still, I stand by it that if you're on the top, it's the curse of being on the top of the company, male, female, know, whatever. Austin was on top for no, no, years no, no, and no, never turned on is, him. This is, no, 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 he, no, only, no, he means recent. He I means mean, like yes. in the past like, year or two. Yes, I think... Uh, let me try to think for a second to win this. I really feel start, I guess almost probably Cena wise. And yes, Cena was on top for a long time, but yeah. ever I think since it's because they Cena, don't get behind people for a long period of time anymore, though, they used to pick, even with Cena, they pick people and stick with them. Now, you know, you have a new guy on top every three months, like it rotates all the time. So I think it's because maybe the problem is unlike Cena and Roman, like they're actually trying to listen to fans and rotate people in and out. But it's like like Seth probably should have gotten a run. But the only reason that Seth is not on top still is because he opened his stupid fucking mouth too many times. And he gets booed just as much as anybody else. And we say, you know, yeah. it's only well, he's sm- a heel now. And they went. Well, they yes. And now it'll work, though. It. He no, it's did, good. It'll he, work. He did a yeah. full turn. And and people are going to argue, too. Oh, well, he's he's got that wrong kind of heat. Fuck you. I don't. There's if you're getting booed. 
I mean, I made this argument with uh, Baron Corbin. But if you're getting booed, you're doing you're doing the right thing. So no matter what, I, I thought I thought like Corbin was- still is one of the top faces. I I said that before. I still say it now. He's one of the best faces in WWE right now. Baron Corbin, Corbin is Corbin? one of the best faces. Oh, sorry, I, sorry, sorry. Heels, so, heels. I honestly slipped up. Heels. Okay. Yes. You said it twice though. That's what really confused me. Oh, I'm. Who, very you, who sorry. you mean? Corbin. Baron Corbin is one of the best heels. Is that's what I meant. There to you say. go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because sorry, I like think his King gimmick is actually bigger. I like I it. Like it's like actually it. good yeah. for a cocky prick I, like he's trying to be. I fucking he's, hate it. They do. He's it like every... a five-year-old. I don't. Oh, true. It always. But it's better. It's more than the nothingness that he was. It's why the King of the Ring never works anymore. Is because everyone who fucking does it gets that stupid gimmick where they have to wear the fucking robes and I'm Cindy. I am the King. It worked with Booker T because it was. I think Corbin's doing good with it though. You don't think so? It, no, yeah, he's doing all right. I think it's holding him back now. I think it gave him a nice boost, and now instead of him, like he should have come out, worn it a couple times, and then like thrown it in the trash, burned it, and then been like, "I'm my own man." Blah blah blah. Moved on. But now he just—it reminds me of like it's like, oh, this is the new guy. This is the new joke that Hulk Hogan's gonna beat the shit out of in front of the kitties. So it just doesn't. I don't like the. Gimmick oh yeah. No, it, I think the worst part is he's believing in the gimmick more than the fact of it. Like, oh, this is prestigious. It's the first one in five years, dumbass. Um, but it was like, oh, I won this thing. Yeah, cool. I'm better than it. Yeah. Instantly, the King of the Ring got you over in that more than being the king yeah. will yeah. get you over. But I'm just, so. there's several uh, several different scenarios, uh, different people that I, as soon as they got on top or not long after they got on top, they totally tanked for one reason or the other. K- Kofi Kingston, to me, the biggest. Oh, poor Kofi, though. I think he deserved it better. <laughs> the, the, exactly. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. yes, he could have had better, you know, stories and stuff, but it still, it wasn't that bad. People turned on him easy. Talked about how his, ter- his just. Everything it, it, right now, the the most recent example is the fiend Bray Wyatt, and I think if they, me personally, if they get rid of the red shit, it'd be fine. But I've obviously there's no way to fix it. Yeah, I don't think they turned on Kofi. I just don't think they gave him very good storyline, so people just didn't care. But I don't remember anybody like shitting on Kofi directly. Uh, I've, I've, I mean, I see yeah. again. This is stuff I've seen, you know, in the Twitterverse or on Facebook, and I know a lot of people mm. out there. And I agree. I wish I could ignore a lot of that stuff, but when I'm trying to, you know, go out there and you know tweet about wrestling stuff, and every post is toxic as fuck. Like, I literally, there was one uh, post where I I did a little uh, example in um, Discord. I posted a picture of one of the tweets with it was. Who is going to win the Survivor Series? You know, Raw, SmackDown, or NXT? I think that's what the tweet was. Um, okay. And I said, what do you guys think the first three comments were? And they're like, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And I went, nope, I linked them. All three of them were bullshit, toxic, AEW, AEW's the best, AEW's better than WWE, WWE's fucking yeah. terrible. All that shit. That's every post now, it seems. Yeah, but I think, I think every... you're focusing too much on social media. I'm talking about, like, during his run... I never really heard people booing Kofi when he had matches. A lot of times they, oh. they were indifferent because, again, the the stories I don't think were very interesting. But the actual matches, he he seemed they were either indifferent or they would cheer him for the most part, especially like towards the end of the matches. I think the the idea though the bomber is talking about the social media part of it because I've literally seen tweets where WWE is promoting Becky leading up to Survivor Series, and there's five or six below it. They're talking about Becky sucks, fire her. Yeah, yeah, that's, but I mean, that's welcome, the commonality welcome to our it. our current society. Everything oh, and, is everybody but, shits on everything. Yeah, you can either no, ignore them, that's ignore what the noise. But that's Palmer's point. That's what I'm saying. Like that's my, his point. Like, my, it's like oh yeah. god, how is You'd that? You'd be better so off it's doing what I do and just ignore it. But that's, <laughs> that's the, what I do. That's what that's so. It's so difficult to be active in you know the wrestling community 
and ignore it is what I'm saying. I, obviously, if if I didn't give a fuck and I didn't want to, you know, try to promote and try to do all this different kind of stuff on Twitter and everything with wrestling stuff, of course I could ignore it. But I'm always, you know, going in there trying to like clicking on the comments, mm-hmm. want to comment, and it's just it, it, it's it, yeah, it's almost I, impossible to ignore. I would love to. I would definitely love yeah, to. I just think it. I think the reactions on TV mean a hell of a lot more than the reactions of some fucking smarks, you know, oh, living oh, in reality. Oh, like, come on. I think I think the frustration. Kid. With Bomber 2 is like, how do people say fire Becky when you clearly see how over she is? Oh, yeah, she's no yeah. good, though. And that's just what a ludicrous f- statement. How that would blind be, are you to I agree. that? It's, like, it's, that would be like having a fucking party in your hotel and then having nobody but one female show up. That would be, <laughs> you just wouldn't want to do that. There yeah, it is. That would just be ludicrous. creepy, man. Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh uh, here, here we go, by the way. Uh, yep. From UrbanDictionary.com. Top definition for balls of Jericho. Wait, <laughs> What? Uh, the balls of Jericho is a sex act of biblical proportion. A man squats over a woman facing her feet and inserts his penis in her mouth. Oh. He simultaneously places his scrotum over her nose, preventing her from breathing. Oh my God. And then the quote, oh, no. using this in a oh, sentence no. only one punishment will suffice. She must endure the balls. Of oh no, poor oh, Kylie, I'm well, so sorry. Th- see what yeah, she did? We, we... There's no way that you know it, it wasn't created here. Someone else thought of that before, and that's yeah, obviously. Wow. Wow. Oh well, my there we go, God. guys. I think that is the perfect way to end our Thanksgiving oh, episode. Time to give you a lot of the bubbly. Yes. Come on, that's got to be the title of the episode too, right? Balls of Jericho. Come on. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's called Balls of Jericho. You got it. Hey, shout out to that JT Savage that brought that up in the chat. There you go. You got our episode name for the night. I love that it's a real thing. There it is. <laughs> So there it is, uh, guys. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. I guess, I guess yeah. Lee and Scott, you guys don't. You have a different Thanksgiving, right? You guys, yeah. Do Thanksgiving's different... over. I don't know what you guys are doing for November. Yeah, yeah. ours is bullshit. Don't worry about it. We killed a bunch of innocent Native Americans, and now we yeah. eat turkey. Hey, yeah, hey, we the same. Hey, yeah, they just did it before we did, I guess, or on a yeah. di- well, or on a different day. So we started it later, but we just do it earlier. So it's all yeah. So. yeah it's just whatever uh, the murder happened, though. That's pretty much what yeah. we're celebrating. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, you be thankful for that murder, Matt Zion, because if not, we would I wouldn't be... be here without it. Exactly. No telling yep. what we would be or where we'd be. Get off my land, Native Americans. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. Okay, there we go. And we're getting out of here, guys. I hope you enjoyed. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Java Radio. See ya. Die, Dory, die. The year's getting close to an end here. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Dory.